Christmas Eve, the ghost of Christmas present selects one dark soul to be reformed by a visit from three spirits. But this season, he picked the wrong Scrooge. Clint Briggs turns the table on his ghostly host until present finds himself re-examining his own past, present, and future. This week on the Made for TV podcast, it's Spirited. Feature presentation. Scott, I'm so excited. Yeah? About yeah. what? Well, you know, you wait for the day, you prep for a week, and when the big night is finally here, you take a film and, well, talk about it. Because I'm full of that Christmas podcast feeling. Is there a recording more appealing? The magical moving podcasting is very everlasting. We're changing all mankind. We're reviewing and joy is blooming. Now we got less, one less movie viewing. We're doing the world of podcasting. Something necessary and lasting. Playing our parts, changing hearts, one by one. We got that Christmas podcast feeling, so and damn, it is fun. <laughs> okay. Is it, wait, oh, is there more? Why is he singing? Is it a musical? That's what I would have done in the middle of your song eight times if I was this movie. I would have interrupted it and shit all over. Great cold open, Kyle. I loved it. <laughs> I, great job. That was, I, that was that's the opening uh, opening ish number. Yes, opening and the and the last number. So okay, and well, the, yeah, the reprise yeah, but, of the opening. You gotta you gotta but, but, do it. But to to remember what this melody sounded like because I kind of forgot. I mm-hmm. I had to go on Spotify and you can't watch the opening number. You can't listen to the opening number. You have to listen to the to the reprise if you want this to. What so why I don't know. It's just not available on Spotify to just listen to the to a couple of the songs. So ah, maybe those are the ones that have too many asides in them and they couldn't figure out how to edit them back into normal songs. I got I so know. mad and I said, good afternoon. And I shut the shut the lid on the mm. on the laptop. So great joke, Kyle. I'm sure we're going to be saying good afternoon to each other a lot <laughs> in this possibly contentious episode of what podcast, Kyle? This is a made for TV podcast. This is a show dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen. My name is Kyle. My name is Scott, and this is the final episode of the Holiday Streams and Greetings. I can't remember you had a better name for it. Did I? Last week, you had a funnier joke for what we should call it. Ooh, I forgot it. That's ho, ho, fine. holidays, something like that? I, I don't know. Like uh, that. Ho, ho, go fuck yourself, Scott, <laughs> I think is what you said. <laughs> uh, and this, yes, this is our last episode covering movies that are streaming, that are new this year, that are related to the holiday season. Technically, this one did have a limited theatrical release, but we are talking about Spirited. We're breaking the rules. And, you know, when we break totally the rules. I it actually had a... It, it had like one week. Okay, one week. And that's only because they probably because they paid the actors ludicrous amounts of money yeah. to be this mediocre in a musical. <laughs> uh, but when we're gonna when 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 we're when we're breaking the rules and we're talking bad boys, I like to bring in a certain guest who is the real bad boy of podcasting. <laughs> He's back, everybody. You you were saying it for a year. You were saying I want my bonesy back, bonesy back, bonesy back. I want my bonesy back, bonesy back, bonesy back. It's Mitch Grazer. 
Uh, good afternoon, boys. <laughs> oh, it hurts. <laughs> oh, no. He's such got a him. bad boy. He's such a bad boy. <laughs> Ooh, he got us. Fuck. Uh, Bones, welcome back. Or Mitch, sorry, I gotta remember it. it Bones, it's, Mitch, that's my Bones internet Mitch. name and my real name, it's, and it's, it's all true. good. But I feel like on the podcast we have called you Mitch mostly. Yeah, we're Mitch. very formal here. Everyone knows we are very formal. We norm- I asked you for your middle name so I could call you. <laughs> your we actually form- have Mitch and Bones here today. We have yeah, we've got both. Yeah, so. Bones is the bad boy persona. Yeah. <laughs> that's who we brought on today because we're yeah, getting exactly. bad. But maybe. By the end, you'll be visited by three ghosts and you'll turn back into Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone knows that Bones is like a cool motorcycle gang type nickname and has nothing yeah. to do with the character Dry Bones from the Mario video game franchise. <laughs> uh, Dry Bones can absolutely ride a motorcycle. Why can't he be part of a cool motorcycle gang? He is the most hardcore character from Mario. <laughs> he really is. He's immortal, first yeah. of all. So that's it's pretty badass. Bad <laughs> Much like Will Ferrell in this movie. He's immortal. Very bad. Um, Oh, badass. Yeah, also very badass, as we all know. (laughs) Um, It's, yes, it's great to have you back, Mitch. Um, I think longtime listeners will just have only one question uh, with your return, Mm -hmm. which is, you've been to Chili's lately? Any good (laughs) Chili's outings? Well, you know what? It's funny. I have not been back to Chili's since I was last on the podcast and updated you guys about uh, going on a a second date to Chili's with a girl. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do have good news, which is that I am still uh, dating that girl and she is spending Christmas with my family this year. So Chili's didn't fuck it up. This is the kind of updates we need. This is great. This is, this is, this is that cool. is very it's it's raising my spirits learning <laughs> this this wonderful news that uh you're still together um I don't believe I've met this this lady of yours but that's just because you haven't invited us to LA to all go to Chili's together for yeah. some reason Ooh. still I am I am planning to make it down uh well you say LA there is not a Chili's in LA and that is Wow, Ma- the major reason I've not that been like a major... now I know why people hate the coastal elites right here. Okay, <laughs> it's just been made clear. Chilies. Sounds like a big opening for us <laughs> to open a franchise. I mean, there we go. No Chili's in L.A. That's... I mean, it's really. <laughs> All three of us say, go in and open the Chili's. <laughs> How expensive could it be to lease a, a building for a restaurant? Oh, for in LA? <laughs> Surely, surely fine, and even better if it's a uh, mundane, lame franchise. Do you think, do you think we're? You think maybe we're talking like a full Ryan Reynolds spirited salary in order to get this business up and running? <laughs> All you have to do is do spirited once, guys. We can handle that. There it is. Okay, I think I could. There's not a lot of musicals that I watch where I say I could do. Of right. yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I, I think I could match the yeah, dancing and this. singing of Ryan Reynolds yeah. in this. Yeah. Will Ferrell's got a little bit more emotion than I think I could ever generate. It's because he's he's been a clown for so long that he has naturally sad clown eyes. You know, mm. I don't think I could I could pull that off, but I think I could pull off the right. Ra- give me give me three years to get in shape. I need three years, and I think I could do this, guys. Okay, easy. <sighs> um, good lord, I forgot whatever I was talking about. Uh. How's your how's your life outside of your love life, Bones? Is everything going good? How's your sex life? Anyway, oh, how's your man. sex life? <laughs> uh, things are good. Uh, weirdly, I've been in a very uh, holiday 
Christmassy mm. mood this month, and that's not always the case. And I, I guess it's nice to kind of just feel cheerful. Uh, so it's been it's been great. I've had the Christmas tree set up since pre Thanksgiving, and that's mm-hmm. not usually my my you know tendency. But I didn't go crazy. I just sort of put it together uh, and then decorated it after Thanksgiving. But it's been it's been nice. I love it. This is filling me with joy to hear on your behalf. I will say we're recording this a day early, Bone. Speaking of questions for you, you said you indicated you had like uh, maybe a little schmoozing to do tomorrow. You got a big party. You going to try to sell some scripts. You got some <laughs> scripts you're working on. Pitch us some ideas on this podcast. We'll buy them. Oh, and sure. And then we'll use the money to open our chilies. Uh, Don't share your ideas on here. Kyle will steal them. I just want to warn you. I'm typing. He's, Colonel, I'm ready. He's typing ready to right go now. To steal them. I'll just, I'll just say that I would really hope that the thing I'm currently working mm-hmm. on or really trying to get started on and seeing if it'll turn into something is mm-hmm. the type of thing that would be uh, reviewed on this podcast. Oh, if you perfect. could ever <laughs> get a script, ma- if we could have the person who wrote one of the movies on, that would put us on the fucking map. I oh think, my God, right I would here. do it. I would do I, I would. Well, I'd have to figure out what sort we of are gonna, NBA. We are going to, we are going <laughs> to latch on to your success. Mm-hmm. If it, if it materializes like some of the most hardcore leeches you've ever seen. And if it doesn't, we're never going to fucking talk to you again. Okay. Just hey, that's, the that. kinda, that's the kind of, that's the kind of cutthroat Hollywood life I'm trying to get into. Exactly. So I welcome we're it. Just, we're just uh, not coddling you. We're throwing you in the deep end over yeah, here. The sharks, man, the sharks in LA. <laughs> well, speaking of great writers and, uh, I think there's none better than Charles Dickens, right? What's all of our history with A Christmas Carol, which is ostensibly <laughs> what this Dickens. movie is? A uh, is a yeah. Well, Bo- Mitch is Mitch Grazer, Charles Dickens of our time, possibly. I can't think of you know what Probably. I've played Dungeons and Dragons, a lot of it written by uh, Bones Mitch. As my DM, I just took a big part in his Western campaign, the best campaign I've ever been part of. No offense to Kyle. Wow, Yours is you. only a few. <laughs> Yours is only a few in to its session. I'm just letting you know. Kyle. That's my goal to be the best of all time. Yeah. Oh, and if you if you guys are on session one, I mean, you you get a pass yeah. for like at least a year. Yeah, we're we've done. We have our fourth one tomorrow. Kyle's fourth time yeah, DMing. If you guys can us. make it through the. Ice and snow, not tomorrow, the next day after tomorrow. Oh, yeah, the next Friday. day. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll have to I, play yeah. online or something with the uh, winter no, no. storm that's I don't coming. play online. Okay, we're not going to play online. Uh, ugh, terrible, right? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I was just going to say that I the writing was great in all of those. Charles Dickens, he's never let me be a cowboy in a Western. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm going to stick Mitch. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, just for the sake of getting this is a long movie this week so i guess for the sake of getting through it being focused i would like to hear your guys's personal histories with uh, a christmas carol any other adaptations i guess of this story or with this movie I'll if you start, have any I'll sort start, of because i have seen i've seen the greatest adaptation of a christmas carol and i know this for a fact because i it, in in gatlinburg tennessee at dollywood yeah. i saw oh. dolly parton's Car- a Christmas Carol, where she was, wow. she has a hologram on stage. Nothing beats it. A Fuck. plus, a plus plus. Just plus. a hologram, like Dolly's not in it, but there's a hologram of Dolly. Oh, she's in it, but uh, her hologram. It's yeah, okay. I, I fully I believe it's fully her. You know, yeah, as she's being projected from some other site, hologramming <laughs> onto this the stage. Yes. Okay, and as we know from this movie, she is canon. Somebody who is a who was turned 
from uh, she is yeah we like, did I see her and I was Scrooge. like. So, I was like, yeah. why is Dolly on this pedestal? That's when like it implying happened. that she was a jerk at one point. Yeah, that's, kind that's of like, impossible. It's like to sacrilege, believe. you know. Right. It's like if they they had, got like, to her early, like she was like a, a bully at twelve years old, and then they were like, "No, no, no, <laughs> yeah. you, were, you were destined for better things." That's my history with a Christmas. That's your history. Carol. That's the, the totality of your <laughs> history. It. Okay, uh, Bones. What about you? Have you ever read a book, or do you also <laughs> know things wow. from Dollywood? Jesus. <laughs> It's yeah, fine. I've read a. I've read. A, I mean, a technically, book. technically, I can I can make fun of Kyle's uh, academics because he went way further in school than I ever did. <laughs> so it's fine. It's punching up. Yeah, I got a freaking liberal arts English degree, and it's fine. Boom. But uh, it's fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've never loved it. I I remember seeing all the like. I'm sure I've seen every movie version that would just play at the at Christmas time on TV. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the only like strong memory I have is I definitely saw it at a uh, the mega church known as Willow Creek performed one time. Oh, really? Probably. You've been to Willow Creek? Yeah, yeah. I grew up like twenty minutes from there. You grew so up in I've... Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Just nice. outside of uh, cool. uh, outside of Chicago, and uh, yeah. We Tell used us to your go. parents' address. Yeah, it was three three three. Yeah, and I don't remember if it was like. There's no way they did a whole Christmas Carol part of the church service. So it's probably like a special event thingy, mm-hmm. but it was probably also very church oriented somehow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was I remember just being like, this is kind of goofy and whatever. <laughs> I remember a little wow. tiny Tim on stage with like one crutch and just being like, why do I have to be here? Because this is kind of just like being at church and I don't want to be here more than I already am. So I don't, I don't know. I don't have a lot of like love or wow. fondness for this thing. I just think like, yeah, timeless format that everyone knows and understands. Great. Now, I, on the other hand, I think I do have some love for a Christmas Carol. Uh, Kyle, you and I have done one. We did a Destiny Cops Christmas Carol episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We did a very merry Destiny Copness, which was definitely a Christmas Carol ripoff. That was um, a ripoff of Christmas Carol? What? <laughs> what? Um, oh, I remember reading the book in, I want to say, maybe seventh or eighth grade and really liking it. I've always really liked the movie adaptations. I think it... A Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life are both movies I really loved as a kid just because they were like... They're like Christmas movies that have that sort of like genre edge to them almost where it's like that fantasy. What if this happened? Like, I just really Mm. liked those stories as a kid that were like, what if you never existed or what if you could (laughs) visit your own future? You know, like I saw that. I always thought that was a really interesting idea to ponder. So I was drawn into a Christmas Carol. I think. I'm surprised neither of you mentioned a Muppet Christmas Carol, which is the best version of a Christmas yeah, Carol. Really, that you just... are going. To I like the die. Muppets. I'm going like the to Muppets. kill you. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill you in real life. The, the Muppets are semi annoying to me, but what is wrong with you? I like the Muppets. No, for me, it's the Muppets it's are the Michael thing. If you tell me Michael Caine is bad, I'm gonna come and stab you <laughs> in the heart. He gives zero percent. Energy in the whole me? thing. He is like, what are you talking about? Through he gives an Academy Award worthy <laughs> performance <laughs> in that movie. You're insane. It's, it, it's just not pleasant, though. You know, it's just it just is pleasant. It's it. 
It's so pleasant, and you're a bad person. You're both bad people. <laughs> I, I like the Muppets. I hate you both. Michael I hate is. you both because you like this movie more than a Muppet Christmas Carol, and this movie fucking sucks. Let's pop it in. <laughs> wow. Let's pop it's, it in. <laughs> we can pop it in. That's Let's good. pop it in. <laughs> I didn't know you liked Muppet Christmas Carol. Of course much. I do. I love Muppets, and I love a Christmas Carol. I love Why Muppets, I too. It's just, I don't know. We can move past it. We don't have to God keep talking you. about it. No, we're going to talk about it. We can fight it. in real life after this, we're going I think to. I, Kyle, I'm going to drive to Kyle's house. house. I think we we're going to actually. post a video of me and Kyle bare knuckle boxing in the snow when the storm happens. <laughs> oh, Kermit guess doing what? Voiceover. Apple original what? films. Oh yeah, comes on the screen. Gloria yeah. Sanchez Productions. Two grown men. Fastest logo ever. That's. I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. But That's anyways, funny. sure. I bet Ryan Reynolds made that one. That's got to be his, right? Probably. Or it's, I mean, it's one of it's him or Farrell because it's trying to be funny. But the fastest logo ever thing that's like a fourth wall break makes you feel like it's probably Ryan Reynolds. You yeah, know? it seems like a <laughs> seems like. Yeah. His Do brand. people really change like real Ooh. lasting positive change? I sure hope so, because we are in the business of change. And we see the grim. Kyle's reaper. reading the script these yeah, days. I'm just, by yeah, the way. Just <laughs> we're doing the whole movie. I kept, I kept saying, like, you guys don't have to take notes. Just download the script and read it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we see the grim reaper, aka the ghost of Chris of Christmas, Christmas yet to come, yet to come. Yeah, pointing to a grave of a young woman who is begging for forgiveness for yelling at her neighbor's kids, and she d- disappears underground. Tracy Morgan, aka the Grim Reaper guy. He's yeah. he's the voice of him. Uh, breaks character as she's gone and says, "Okay, she's gone." And the ghost of pre- Christmas present and future join mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. and talk about a day's work well done. Will Will Ferrell is narrating as we see a Christmassy business center of fast working individuals talking about how they are the I don't know what's the name of their organization I still don't know actually uh, is there a name for them nope I mean there probably is but I certainly didn't the spirited uh, organization because I honestly don't know if there is like one I don't know if they even say it but um but yeah, yeah we uh, uh we're introduced that there's a so force big behind Santa Clausian yeah. It's like the like the big set. I was like, this is like the Santa Claus North Pole. Like they could be part of the same universe, you know. Uh, we're mm-hmm. introduced to that headquarters before the first song, right? Or yeah. do we, or do we have to do the thing where we do the? Uh, oh, the, they the ultimate the, recap deal. No, 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 no. I just oh. meant with the uh, with the lady that they're helping. Like, do they go to the headquarters before or after they we do see like the, headquarters the show-stopping thing? And then we thing. go back to okay, see this weird. year's Scrooge, a.k.a. this woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. wakes up on Christmas morning, walks outside, plays hockey with the children in the neighborhood despite how many times she has called the HOA on them. We learn her name is appropriately Karen, and she is mm-hmm. doing this world... As she's doing this, the world freezes for a second. And she is greeted by the entire organization. The ghosts come back who congratulate her. She thanks them. And the cast starts singing our opening song, That Christmas Morning Feeling. What are your guys' thoughts on a musical? When does music need to start in a musical for you? I am of the mind that I need an overture or an opening number to be the first thing that I hear in a musical, personally. I don't know if you guys have any strong feelings about this like I do. I think it did a setup that was a fun reveal and mm-hmm. had a joke to it and a, like part of the premise, which is that 
that we're in some sort of nightmare scenario and then we cut and we freeze like it's really establishing a lot of the functions of this universe which is that like they can pause yeah. time and they can appear in someone's life and they have this thing like there's a lot of work being done by that opening that yes. for me it's like fine like part of the joke is that like oh you don't get the music yet because we've got these fun but reveals this is to why do. i'm saying i just want an overture then i understand sometimes <laughs> you can't do an opening number but i feel like the language of a musical to me is like it's like having a horror movie that doesn't open with a scary scene to not have music be the first yeah. thing i don't know I, I, think, I do. I, I agree with what you're saying. something that I have agreed with you in the past on that it's nice mm-hmm. to have a start. But I think since I've, I think I've seen enough, I feel like I've seen enough musicals that aren't maybe the best musicals, but ones that just don't start immediately with the song. And I'm okay with it. I think I'm okay with it now. Like I don't need to have an opening song. Like this could have started with like a, like some music, like boom, 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 boom. And like people walking around like, do people really change? I don't know. Do they do? You know, do. And then boom, boom, I get that. And then no, it I goes think that into the, like I, I her, think that they made the right you know. choice with having the opening scene, I guess, lay all set up all this bullshit that we have to know about the world or whatever. That's why I just that's why I was like, think of me an overture. That's it. I just want I want three minutes of overture and nice image. If they made it look like old timey title cards or something. I'm a stickler. I'm a purist for what I like. Damn it. Uh, It's fine. Uh, But it's fine. I don't need to derail us because I'll be doing a lot of complaining about this first song, uh, I guess, once we were talking about it. Are we talking about it? Uh, Yeah, I guess we're talking about anything on the opening. Sounds like Scott needs to talk about it. I I I personally like the the opening reveal. I think already I'm interested in this premise. I like the Mm -hmm. idea of a North Pole, you know, vibe of of oh yeah systems behind the scenes kind of thing so it's kind i of like cool. all this stuff but this opening scene stuff i really like tracy morgan so i was happy when he yeah, like he's just same. funny yeah he's a funny guy when used in moderation so i think he's well used also here. too just on that point tracy morgan like man he can be the guy had like a serious accident or something mm-hmm. right like he's he's had it he got hit by a, i think it was a walmart truck driver hit his car in like New York and he had a bunch of brain yeah. damage. Yeah. So like, was like he's, out for a while. I'm not like mad at him for anything. So, yeah. but like, I no, think choose your like, words carefully here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a longtime SNL and longtime 30 rock fan. And oh, he's, he's incredible, but he's had some like recent cameos and I think probably appeared on SNL and, you know, mm-hmm. had one, a few lines to read and it was just like, Oh, yeah, kind of I love sad. to see him, but yeah, it's like, yeah. Oof, I know let's not make this guy about. do anything anymore. And when I heard his voice, mm-hmm. I was worried that we'd get this sort of awkward, disconnected voiceover where it's just like, okay, there's a scene happening and then insert Tracy Morgan line and it would just sort of stand out. But I thought they did actually a really good job of making it sound natural and that his performance was also, you know, the best he's been yeah. since 30 I'm, Rock. I was like very I'm happy actually really, to hear that. I'm really curious about the production process for him just because in the end credits when they're showing like the filmmaking, there was one part where it was him in costume next to a very tall man who's Mm -hmm. obviously the person on camera. So I was wondering if he was on set at all doing any sort of like body double acting or anything to help inform the guy. I don't know why he'd be in costume for that one shot, though, like the making of. I was just... 
Maybe it's probably just for that. Just for that, right. like the the yeah. you know what they know. On. They know enough. The Hollywood has these things down enough to form. They know that just putting that in there will make me happy. They probably had there. two <laughs> outfits for yet to come, and just like <laughs> threw him in it so he could. Because in that yet, <laughs> yeah, in that same montage, there's also like Will Ferrell in the shower singing, and Ryan Reynolds is in the shower in his suit covered in soap singing. So they yes. like put some thought into like I get that, but Ryan Reynolds would have been on set. You know, Tracy sure. Morgan has no reason yeah, to be on true. set if yeah. he's only a voice. Well, where actor. is he? Because they're they're just like in front of some house or whatever. So it feels like he was maybe there one yeah, day, true. and it wasn't really designed to be like, let's get the two of them. Yeah. In it might have been the house. Sequence. It might have been the house from the end of the movie that they're in front of, where he yeah. lives with Octavia. Yeah, that's right. It's, it seems like we got a shot with. <laughs> Tracy and his body double and we're good like it's not really Tracy actually stood behind the guy the entire time (laughs) during the film I thought I'm just throwing out that maybe it's like a Roger Rabbit scenario where the actor was like on set the whole fucking time just helping out with like this is what I would do this is where I'd be doing this is how I'm gonna do the voice I I like to believe that that would be the case I like to think Tracy Morgan cares (laughs) sorry (laughs) I think he does Uh, I do too he probably has an appreciation for life after his accident. Let's let's dig into mortality. Uh, <laughs> well, that's sort of what it's this a big movie part does. Of this movie, yeah. I mean, uh, Kyle, next is the first song, right? Yeah, that Christmas morning feeling. Yes, um, wherein I get. This is where I so I tried to watch this movie a second time. I was telling Bones, and it was about a minute into this song that I had to turn it off. I was I was like, I'm gonna give it another chance. Maybe I'll like it more. But it's. This song is emblematic of it. It's those those fucking like new <laughs> newly dead people that are clearly bones. You know, like when when they're making a, Patton Oswalt has that bit I think where he's talking about doing punch up for animated movies, mm. and they just are like writing joke. They're just like you can just write a joke, and it's just like a voice off screen that says it or whatever. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. a joke to because somebody decided there needed to be more laughs at this point in the movie. Those fucking people that are just watching the dance number that it keeps cutting to that are like, why are they singing? Oh, the afterlife's a musical, and then the guy's like, uh, do they erase? your search history in the yeah. afterlife like they just keep interrupting a fantastic musical number for unfunny <laughs> jokes that are undercutting this fantastical musical number because they're so afraid of like allowing sincerity to seep into the movie because the MCU has ruined everything and that's my thoughts on the movie throughout they do it does have the vibe it movie. definitely is like it feels like they're apologizing for making a musical, which I don't like. Right? I don't want. Yes. I don't need them to apologize. Like, oh, this is a musical. Like, they're like kind of doing the fourth wall. Like, hey, yes, you, you turn on Ryan this Reynolds movie thing. with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, and you're getting a musical. And like, you're. It's. It just. I mean, it. Anytime I see that, it brings me. It does bring me back to when we released Destiny Cops musical, and yes. the only comments we had when it was live streaming was like a child commenting another musical for every news mu- why are there so many musicals in this <laughs> that's that's what i think of when i that that's who i think that those lines are directed to that human that exists that is is confused by musicals i guess and yeah. so I- and throughout this yeah. whole movie, I think it's just it just confounds me throughout that it's like I see so much passion and creativity in the musical numbers, but also this like weird shame of being a musical at the same time. <laughs> and it just was it, the dissonance for me, I think, is what ultimately will cause me to complain about the movie. You know, what, what did I, you think I, of I, the first number, Bones? 
I kind of agree with that take. And it's like the second time I watched it, because I was just sort of ready for all of it and I wanted to enjoy the fun parts again Mm -hmm. to have that sort of like crankiness in there thrown in is definitely weird. And I think there's like not like some of the interjections are just meta and I'm a sucker for meta jokes. (laughs) I love that. And it's just going to work on me in the same way that Ryan Reynolds is just going to work on me, even though you can be so tired of him. <laughs> and not care what he's doing but then i'm watching him i'm like yeah this guy's he's just so charming and hot like you just <laughs> you just fall for the for the you fall into the Trent reynolds trance and like that's fine but yeah like some of those jokes those cut-ins like even even the very first one like is this wait this is a musical yeah all of this fine like that's good we're getting to meta yeah. thing give me the we one actually, and i'm okay with it yeah 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 and then it's like okay the second insert joke is like that's not really relevant to the scene <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it sinks because it's not delivered well and it's not edited well in there like it just yeah. doesn't no. hit it feels like you know? they filmed the whole musical number somebody said i'm not laughing can we get some jokes in here and could then they filmed it? these people on a green screen just cracking jokes and it's picture those two guys like the group standing there doing that line and then they're like do a take and they're like okay huh, cut all right yeah like no one laughed when they filmed that it. so no, it was like it, it was just weird but at, then there's the other meta stuff or like the pauses or like like you know uh ryan reynolds's character sort of breaking the reality and mm-hmm. revealing that it's more of a set and that sort of thing it was all awesome i loved the meta bits and but then it was like yeah why is one character who has sang uh-huh twice uh-huh. who organizes this thing and seems to make it his life's work yeah why, why is, is he so he against one yes <laughs> that keeps getting mad that there's more singing like dude you had a number in this you're talking about jacob that. yeah you're talking yes. about, talking about yeah. jacob yes it was so weird i'm like the second time watching it i'm like man jacob shut the fuck up we love we want to hear you sing more dude like, insane because he's a b- great broadway performer who plays yeah. hades in hades yeah. town <laughs> yeah. right and, like. I, and i'm uncultured i had i didn't even know who he was i looked him up but i was like his song i was like oh my god yes. i was like floored by his voice and then when for the rest oh, of the movie I he's wait. mad anyways but yeah i do like, want to talk about more positives about this first number yes, just because yes. i do love this first it's number catchy. And i like, like it the, the <laughs> yeah, lines exactly. are i like it with yeah. the, yes i'm with you i like yeah. the and like the line the lines are kind of a minute detail for me and uh but like uh what i love about this immediately there's tons of cast on screen like tons of dancers there's tons of tap dancers we get big wide shots of the dancing it's just a great opening number that i really do like and so it's it's a very fun way to open and it's the tap dancing there's so much tap tap tap, like great tap dancing in this just the every every all me and my wife could do the whole time we were watching this movie is just be like oh god these extras are incredible like every (laughs) time we were just staring at them the entire movie Oh, they are truly stealing the stage. And I, but I do think, I think um, all of the performers in this number do pretty well. I think Will Ferrell's obviously not an amazing singer, but he has brings a lot of energy, mm-hmm. you know. And I do think um, uh, Sunita Mani, I don't know how to say her name. Sorry, uh, Manny, yeah. maybe. Uh, I think she's really good in this. She's There's funny. Like a she's on she glow. Gets, yeah, I, I love I her was on like, glow. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh hell yeah! Like she's one of the funnier people on Glow. 
Absolutely. And she's in everything, everywhere, all at once, very briefly as the actors on the TV, on the movie that they're watching. <laughs> in the th- I just remember, yeah. I saw her and I was like, oh, it's that chick from Glow. Well, let's we keep watching. going with the movie because yes. during the oh, song, yeah. Will, <laughs> aka the Ghost of Christmas Present, leaves the mm-hmm. room and goes to a room of statues of past Scrooges, a essentially. A really good looking room of statues <laughs> of past Scrooges. <laughs> Um, it just is so empty compared to like that. There was so many, such a big bustling, beautiful room we were just in. And then it's like Will Ferrell walks into the giant green room of yeah. nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like over here, you'll have this beautiful set and through this door, green room. It's, it's green. Yep. Uh, we see uh, Karen is becoming a statue for her like spot as this year's Scrooge. And like this is in sometime during this scene, we do see Go- Dolly Parton is one of the statues. And I think mm-hmm. she's the only I don't know if she made it. She may be the only like real person in there. But um, he is met in there by a girl who works for How HR. That, for the last time, that was a hologram. It wasn't the real Dolly Parton. <laughs> What's the, the real movie? Dolly Parton? When you when you go into the Dolly Parton Museum, you go up to Dolly Parton's attic and she walks out as a hologram and meets you i have met dolly parton it's her spirit so fucking weird it's not weird it's life-changing it would change my life to know that i had spent money to meet dolly parton's hologram i'll tell you that much i have it did change my life it It changes a man changes a man Uh, he's met so he's met by this hr girl um and uh, she's like, hey, dude, you've been eligible for retirement for 46 seasons. Maybe you think about retirement. Um, and uh, she's like, she talks kind of briefly about what retirement is. Like, don't you want to go back and like live another life? She's like, I want to go back and drink. We were crazy back then. I have a tramp stamp on the back and the front. And we stole a true. I thought that was a pretty funny line. Like, she's she's funny. She's like the worst HR girl, right? She's mm-hmm. just like wants to party and stuff. And um, Will has a funny line that I wrote down. He just like he's just like, yeah, I died before there was indoor plumbing. So this guy is is old, you know. He starts. I wrote down a line that Will said where he said he wants to have two kids who share a first initial, and I wrote, "What kind of an asshole would do that?" (laughs) What kind of person (laughs) names their whole family with K and hard C sounds? sounds? Yeah. Uh, Will uh, Will starts to sing a reprise and mm-hmm. thinks about living a suburban life, swinging his children on a swing set, having a wife with one, and having one of those newfangled mouth kisses. He uh, he pauses and while looking at a statue, and we see the the back of an old man with long hair and a top hat on, and he kind of lingers while he looks at that one. Mm, who could it be? The mystery, <laughs> the intrigue. Who could Will Ferrell be? None of us suspect a thing. Um, <laughs> As he as he almost yells an expletive at the end of his song, am I just full of it? Am I just full of shh? Jacob comes in and interrupts him, and mm-hmm. that's presence. Jacob hates presence music. Lament. I like yes. this whole Jacob song by stop. Will. Jacob Marley hates music. Obviously, is going to th- later sing a musical number, but it's fine. He hates music. <laughs> yeah, it's great because they're, they're like catering. I mean, why do they cater to people who hate musicals? They're not going to watch this movie. You know? I know it's exactly what I'm saying. I just like don't, you don't like, need I that don't, audience. No, you don't want it. They want to get the Ryan Reynolds audience. They yeah, want to get exactly. the Will Ferrell they audience. Want, they don't want to piss anyone off. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what it is that drives me insane. So I want I want people to make their movies as personally as they can. You know, and mm-hmm. it's, so it's irritating to watch people make things that they're clearly compromising to try to get more views. But that's the world we live in. What are you gonna do? Yeah. 
Um, I'll probably take this moment to just say that I really like Will in this entire movie. I think yes. he plays his character so earnestly, and this is this is his little solo, and uh, I guess one of I think he has another. He has multiple solos, right? But like, I'm very pro Feral. I don't know yeah, where, he where, is uh, great. where Bones comes down on yeah. Feral. I think I, I, same kind of thing. I'm probably more tired of Will Ferrell than Ryan Reynolds, but like, mm. I mean, for the most of the 2000s have been just yeah. quoting Will Ferrell without <laughs> thinking about it all the time, every day of my life. It's I true. Think he's he, just he like impacts comedy in so many ways. Where, yeah. I yeah. And, and like he, I don't know what he's done recently. I don't think I've seen him he's in been anything in the last like, five years. I feel like he's been kind of down on the down low of his career. Yeah, that you know? uh, Sherlock thing with what's his face, his buddy who's in everything. Uh, John who, C. Riley, the, John the C. Riley, and Holmes, that, yeah. the one that was really bad. Right. Like yeah. I think at that point I was like, dude, can you stop? Like, mm-hmm. is it really just gonna be the two of you on screen yelling at each other? Like, <laughs> I don't even think Step Brothers is his is that funny. Like by any means. Like, there's no. obviously I still quote it, but. Like I was like done, but so I, my mom made me watch this movie before you guys even mentioned it. And I was like, you know what? Put it on. I'm just here to do laundry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, this is great. He won me over within the first 10 minutes. Once he kind of proved that he was really giving it his all for the singing. And I didn't mm-hmm. think his voice was that bad. Like, no, no, no. He's not terrible. He's just not like, I mean, a yeah, leading he's not, musical he's not a singer. man. Yeah. He's yeah. not going <laughs> to go do musicals, but I was really I was really impressed. And like, yeah, like you said, I do think he puts a lot of emotion into the songs and into this whole movie. Like he Mm -hmm. acts the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. And I was I was happy with almost like everything he does on screen. I thought he and he he also didn't go overboard, but snuck in some very, very classic Will Ferrell humor that made me crack up. Like he he is basically channeling his SNL audition in the end of the movie. <laughs> that is so yelling. funny because I literally He's watched that audition today. I yeah, watched that, that audition today. That is the funniest line of the I... movie. He just loses his mind. It's so out of nowhere. It's a little out of character and it's so funny. It, it absolutely so works. And you, there's another line too. Right? The thing I can tell about Will Ferrell when I'm watching any movie he's in is uh, it's when he's watching Br- Briggs. Is that his name? Griggs? Uh, Whatever. Is that Ryan Reynolds' character? Yeah, Reynolds' okay. character. Clint, Clint Briggs. Clint Briggs. Yeah. Um, so Briggs is doing his presentation to the Christmas tree sellers, and Will Ferrell uh, is is realizing, oh my, this is the guy. And there's a shot of him with no one else in the frame, just up close on Will Ferrell, and he's like, he's like the perfect converse, conver- combination of Mussolini and Seacrest. And it's like <laughs> that's a funny line, but you know, in those shots, when it's just his head, uh-huh. they just turned on the camera and filmed for. Yeah. five minutes we'll just while he fire just, off like yeah. five yeah. ideas yeah, yeah. Just and they use the best one and it's like yep there it is like that's the little scene that's where they just let will improv that's that's mm-hmm. one of the moments and i feel like how could they do that with the kids because you can't have the kids just like <laughs> constantly be there and act like they only get like yeah. an hour to do mm-hmm. one thing and they gotta get that shot and i'm like did he just did he just fire that off there's no way they wrote him just <laughs> screaming like that it was just it was so funny i just felt like he right. was he was in his zone for sure. He's in the zone in this movie. I think he works best when he can put a little sincerity in there. I think he is a he's a capable actor, not at the same level of of like an Adam Sandler, but you know, he can do more than people give him credit for. 
work. Yeah, and I think when, when structure is there too, and the premise mm-hmm. of the movie isn't just like, he is playing a funny character yes and will be the funny character on screen the whole time and the plot Mm -hmm. is sort of secondary this was a heavily structured movie where he is the main character arguably but he has to stick to the script for most of what is being said and i think he just it just works like it's it it kind of reigns in the the yelling Yes. And it doesn't and the, just result in this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. he's not just straight up screaming at John C. Riley, who is screaming back at his face. <laughs> and they just do that for 10 different scenes. It's like, uh, it's like the difference between Anchorman and Anchorman two, where Anchorman two is just like <laughs> improv scenes that they just kind of right. did. And the structure yeah. isn't there. So it kind of is a pile of blah, you know? Yeah. Just but. stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's anyways Jacob <laughs> is like movie. hey cheer up it's Christmas let's go see next year's prospect so they teleport mm. to a hotel lobby and watch a jerk manager of a hotel who was that guy he looks so familiar I don't know okay well. I saw him when I saw the movie the second time I said that is the guy I saw in the, the first time <laughs> ah so that's you. the guy from those things <laughs> uh will's like no we need to go for a bigger fish let's make an actual difference i want to change the, the world you know and guess who walks in ryan reynolds talking on the phone to a senator to to telling him to post something awful because it's going to promote engagement or something and uh i like it when they're standing like right next to each other like so close but then he just like walks through will because will <laughs> will can like be, they're, they're all in the world and they're like experiencing it but they're ghosts and so nobody yes. can see them or interact with them and so now here's where i think unfortunately our main disconnect between me and bones comes in in that i just i'm not charmed by ryan reynolds anymore and i am <laughs> just sick of him <laughs> i can't help i want i loved there was a real phase in my life where i feel like i really loved ryan reynolds and i still like him in the right when he's playing like the characters that are grandfathered in like Deadpool, you know, but I'm just, mm-hmm. I just, it's like the rock where it's, it's, I just want them to stretch themselves a little bit, you know, so badly, but I get it. If someone offered me $20 million to keep doing what I've been doing, yeah. I would also yeah. accept that money. So, <laughs> Is that what he got paid for this? 20 million. Him and Farrell both got $20 million <laughs> to be Jesus. in this movie. I love it. Which I'm just picturing those like 100 dancers that worked for months sweating their asses off, dying to execute this intense choreography who probably made like scale or yeah. something, you yeah. know? Like they yeah. just, they made nothing. Um, that is a lot of money. So they follow, <laughs> uh, they follow Clint, who is Ryan Reynolds. They follow Clint into a conference room, and he's talking to the National Association of Christmas Tree Growers. He's giving a pitch to be hired by them to like run their marketing kind of. It's his marketing business that's basically evil. He wants to bring back their business, um, and he's like, "Your your real tree, your real trees are being taken over by fake trees." And he gives us. A speech that turns into our third song, Bringing Back Christmas. Woo, which is a very, I felt like this one had strong music man energy of uh, the, I say you got trouble right here in River City. Like it's a, it's a drumming up outrage song, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, and it really didn't help. I texted Kyle. I was like, I think Ryan Reynolds maybe just has an actual inferiority complex with Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Because it just seems like he wants to be Hugh Jackman (laughs) in this scene so badly. Um, I yeah, I, I actually did get some Hugh Jackman vibes for sure. Um, <laughs> I really thought this was I, this might just be the best one to me if I had to pick Ooh, because I think it's the one that 
you know, we've, we do cut to Will Ferrell with the jokes, but they're jokes about the scene and is mm-hmm. very much playing into what his character is feeling in that moment, which is not, mm-hmm. it's not just like, did they delete your porn? Like it is not unrelated to what's happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan Reynolds is like, I'm glad that when his, so the first time Will Ferrell has to sing, he's like, okay, he's got this real passionate solo. We get like, we get some soul from this guy. He's not yeah. just, he's got some heart. And Ryan Reynolds is just like, well, I'm going to go for your all out and dance and, you know, be my, you know, smarmy self. And I, I thought like he really gave it a lot and it was, there was a lot happening and the structure and the choreography was like crazy. Like by the end and all the tables make a Christmas tree. Yes. I love Come that on. visual that. Like, and I think it was one of the more like front to back full songs we got. Mm-hmm. And maybe that alone gives it so much strength is because we just saw the number and they even got to all just go ta-da at the end when that's yes. just like not allowed for the rest of the movie. No, you, I, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of a big musical ending pose yeah. moment. So yes, it was that. the least afraid to do a musical. They were yeah. throughout the whole musical, <laughs> probably yeah. because it was Ryan singing and they're like, well, Ryan, people will keep watching for Ryan, <laughs> right. so we can just keep it, <laughs> leave it alone. I yeah. love this. I love this too. And I love specifically, the um specifically like the uh the dynamic between ryan and the crowd the crowd's like choreography that they do as they become more and more invested and then it like Mm -hmm. turns into a riot at the end i like the storytelling nature of the song like just seeing him inside a riot like showing us that this guy is uh, you know evil like he's he's worthy of needing to be changed i guess and um i love the visuals of the giant like christmas tree and um yeah i I, lo- I love this song too. It's one of my favorites. I would say banger. this is maybe this is maybe my number three, but one of them's only in the credits, so it's really my number two, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Um, so this uh, this uh, song ends, and um, uh, Will looks at looks at the room, which is now rioting after the song, and he's like, "This is our man." Smash cup, smash cut to Jacob sitting at the head of a boardroom table, saying, "This is not our man." And uh, uh, classic. I love a classic cut like that. Yeah, so it's a much. great smash cut. It's, <laughs> it's great. Shit. And he's like, I eat what? that shit up when somebody says one thing and then it cuts right to, <laughs> to I don't opposite. think so. Yeah. Oh, every time. I and Will's it. like, what? Why? And and he's like, but he's so and, and past just like hot. She's like, he's so hot. <laughs> and I think it's so funny how she just has the hots for, for Ryan Reynolds, like past yes. just that's that's what she is in this movie. It's hilarious. And um, I like it because movies don't address enough that their movie stars look like movie stars. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're all beautiful people. Yeah. You know? There's not enough times where someone just stopped. Holy shit, you look incredible. What is your skincare routine? Yeah. should be said in almost <laughs> every movie. Uh, present is making a case for, for Clint when Jacob tosses his file dramatically on the table, which has been labeled unredeemable. And they stay away from unredeemables because it's is nearly it unredeemable impossible. or irredeemable. Unredeemable. Un. Is it unredeemable? Okay. That's stupid. Yeah. I don't like that word. It should be irredeemable. Isn't <laughs> no, that the right word? I don't know. I like unredeemable. <laughs> is unredeemable a word? I don't think irredeemable. That seems weird to me. Irredeemable is a word. That's yeah, I have it written with I mean, no other words in my notes. That are words, unredeemable is cool. also a word. So I guess I just never used that. I've only ever used irredeemable. Weird. Well, they get in a fight. I, how did I not notice? I watched this whole movie. I did not notice they were saying unredeemable. <laughs> Present uh, 
yeah so they they fight back and forth and president finally says if we don't do this i will collect my retirement package and everybody <gasps> gasps like what he's been doing this all the time you know and jacob calls his bluff he's like all right mm-hmm. do it and president doesn't do it mm-hmm. um and he's like well it's not impossible because it's been done before and uh president starts to sing a song called ripple and is rudely cut out <sighs> And I don't know oh. if we should just talk about this song now or later. Maybe we should it's... talk about it. I, even if we don't talk about it before, I was so excited. I love a want song. I'm a big fan of a want song as well, right? That's your your Little Mermaid. I want to be where mm-hmm. the people are, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we're gonna get Will's want song. This will be a good time. And then they just they just knife it and i was so angry in that moment and then i was livid it's, when the full song was in part fact of in the, the musical makes me furious <laughs> it is it is infuriating right now i'm like okay they don't give us this song all right yeah whatever and then they give us i was the like song. oh it's just a dumb joke there's no song yeah is at what the I end just of the assumed. movie in the credits they're like will's like hey you want to hear my song all right fine do it and then we get to see what that song was because it's fully produced fully made they just cut it from the movie and it's like the most like spectacular water dance number it's (laughs) amazing it's so so good and i love it it, it's so fun to watch and it's him singing unredeemable and it's got the fun like ripple 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 like it's a silly fun song and it's perfect and it should just be in the movie yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not, and I don't know uh, why they decided. They're like, oh, there's too many songs in a row. I don't know what they're thinking. They're like, there's no spot for us to cut this and have some dude make a jack off joke. What's yeah. the point? <laughs> but it's so cool. Uh, it I'm is just, really cool. I'm I'm glad. I mean, I'm 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 mad in that when I'm watching the movie, I'm mad I don't get to see that scene. But I'm at least happy that they did film it and it does exist, and I can just watch it. Right, like outside of the film if i want because this is a musical number that i will probably just watch this scene i don't know it's like it's like somebody like coming up to you and say hey uh so you dropped you would have won the lottery you know but you didn't yeah and then walking away you know that's what it feels like like i don't <laughs> want to know that information you know i don't uh, but, want but it- <laughs> You know, I guess but if the I can difference make my is that cut. I can still get the money at the end, right? Because I can that's still true. watch the song. It's true. It, maybe it, that's can, the only difference. Maybe I can just make my own edit of the movie and just put it in there. Mm, there you go. That's what I'll I do. think you could actually edit this movie probably into like a four star movie for me, like just by cutting out some asides. Let's and, do that. I mean, let's I would do, do it. that. <laughs> yes. Bones, <laughs> this is probably my number about, one. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts, thoughts about, about them? Ripple? Ripple. Yeah. I mean. I guess they did kind of probably just need to get to the stuff. Like I live it at you again. We're fighting. <laughs> you can't cut out the one. It's literally exactly what Jeffrey Katzenberg tried to do to the Little Mermaid. He literally tried to cut. Uh, I want to go where the people are because he was like, kids will be bored. We have to get to the stuff, uh, and it's like the most iconic song of the fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it just was. Man, I don't know. Maybe it just didn't have that tone for me. Hang on, whatever. I it's fine. But it's a good it. one. You didn't have to love it, but I just love the choreo and the production the of choreo it. Choreo is so beautiful with the water I, splashing. I, oh my gosh. It's yeah. I have a question for uh both of you now that mm-hmm. we're talking we've been talking about the music for a little bit. Does it make it better or worse that this is the same music team that did the greatest showman? It makes I mean that's it, funny. I did not know that, but Carrie and I talked 
afterwards and we've said this is like a very greatest showman movie and like we're yeah. like I think it's, we're what, talking it's about, what i assumed while watching it honestly that it was them and we we're like I did correctly guess as well i so just like, sort of wondered. that statement i can answer for you good for me not good not good for scott just because it's no it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's no i don't have any problem with the music necessarily in greatest showman i just don't like the subject matter of the That's filmmaking yeah. a ton you know so it's yeah whatever. yeah well i was curious because my brother and i talked about that too which is that like we both love the greatest showman soundtrack i think it's a all bangers it's so good but it's subject baffling problem why they yeah. why they it's chose to like yeah. rewrite the history of a just awful objectively bad <laughs> right. person it's and it's so like weird. yeah okay i just watch that movie and go this is pure fiction um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with some rocking tracks and i'm gonna enjoy the hell out of that but like i'm glad that they just thought like hmm what if we just pick i don't know maybe they're trying to like uncancel scrooge this time instead <laughs> yes. of pt barnum <laughs> but it's like man they are weird why do they do this at least this at least this one just feels or is you know i was gonna say it feels fiction it is fiction but yeah. the, the movie makes it <laughs> oh we don't know claims bones. it's real we don't know if it's fiction for sure but, <laughs> right but like jesus at least we weren't gonna have to sit there yeah. and go like okay nobody see me walking into this movie today. yeah right i can't let my friends know that i and like, really yeah like and that. like but it, for for this one with the greatest showman thing like carrie and i at the end were like talking about how we would make it better and it's like i love will ferrell so much but like would it just be better if they got a got rid of the comedy that those that duo and put Hugh Jackman in there as him and someone else as Ryan Reynolds, you know, I mean, if you wanted to make Scott and I happy, you'd put Zac Efron in there. But like, <laughs> I would think like Jonathan Groff would do a, you know, I just oh, cause man. I love him. Oh. Um, hot take, I I hot that. take Hugh Jackman could play either character. I would rather have Hugh Jackman as the Ryan Reynolds role. And honestly, I would keep Will Ferrell the same. I would have uh, Ryan Reynolds. I would have the 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 human character be like the same I don't know, age, even yeah. extra mm-hmm. ultra charming, because I find Hugh Jackman more charming, I guess, in a, in a classical way <laughs> I would, than Ryan yeah, Reynolds. I would take that, I right, Hugh Jackman and uh, Will Ferrell. But I think I could, I would like to see Hugh Jackman kind of leaning on the insidiousness a little more like with almost with a little bit less comedy when he's being evil you know yeah, Ryan Reynolds like, always has like a it's funny when he's a dick whereas yes, I would like yes. it more if it's someone who could be a dick and I could but actually Ryan judge Reynolds them. is like he's always been a dick in a situation where he is the like manager of a Chili's or a college kid like he's so then now he's like a yeah multi-millionaire and you're like <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't you just sort of I, I, I like, yeah, like we would be a little just a bit more serious and a little bit more grim instead of like yes. skipping down the hall all the time. While you he has a very things. I never really thought about it. Ryan Reynolds has kind of like a Chevy Chase energy where it's like he's always oh, above very. everything and just kind of like shitting on the scene around him. You know, I just Not did necessarily a little always in a horrible way, but yeah. like Chevy Chase just going like <laughs> like any scene he's in. He's like, I'm funnier than anyone here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's very much the energy, which is I don't just think like, Chevy Chase would ever agree to dance. Like, there's no <laughs> way, oh my right? Lord. No, no. Chevy Chase hey. is in the community musical episode yeah, where he sings, he sings Baby Boomer Santa uh, <laughs> and he rules. You're welcome for everything in the yes. world. <laughs> Um, uh, wild, so, anyway, voice, but he's saying, I know. So, his voice is so. It, he starts singing, and you're like, Is that really him? What's happening? Yeah, like, like, what is this? Why did he forget how his vocal cords work when he had to sing? <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did someone just punch Danny DeVito in the throat, or is that Chevy Chase singing? I don't know. Uh. So, uh, presents like, come on, please, and Jacob's like, fine. And uh, so they start their year of preparation for uh, making Clint good and mm-hmm. um, making him redeemed, redeem him, redeeming him. And so, yes. um, at the company, this is Briggs corporation this is clint's company we see clint and his right hand woman octavia spencer plotting and walking and uh she reminds clint that he has a meeting with his niece and so uh his niece is in a room in a in a office with clint and she is a what how old is she is she like eighth grade 11 i think she's 10 or 11 she's, i feel like they mention i wrote down I in my notes she's later. Not a sixth grader because that's all I know is I wrote down in my notes later. Did Ryan Reynolds get an 11 year old to kill himself in this movie? LOL. So, yeah. really like, Jesus. <laughs> um, so she's asking Clint if if he'll help her run for student council president, and because that's like what he does, right? And Clint's extremely yeah. rude, and he's like, "No, that's stupid." And then he gets guilted into it by his brother, who has been raising his niece. And we, I think, we know at this point that Clint's like sister is gone she's out of the picture she's you know i think we know she's dead but yeah, we know she's out of the picture because she's in a picture on his desk and that's our code yeah. for uh, this woman's dead. dead yeah um so they uh so he he tells her some great advice he's like hey this this kid who's gonna beat you basically josh hubbins this perf the perf this perfect kid let me have octavia look into his past she'll find some dirt she always finds dirt and uh you tank your midterms and so when they dig up josh the dirt on josh uh well you'll reveal he's a turd and you'll be the candidate for the people you know the not perfect grades you know candidate and you'll win the election and so it's just his 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 way of having her ruin this kid's life and be a terrible person to get what she wants and so um it's great advice i think yeah it's great i think it's, it's good, good. It's very much right <laughs> yes uh, i was surprised to see octavia in this movie i did not know anything other than that will and ryan same were in i was very surprised I as well I yeah like, oh it's like that's an interesting role for octavia for academy award winner octavia spencer she can do it all i said that she like can. seven times watching this movie i was yeah, just like she's good in this. Yeah, I know. she can do she's literally great. anything and at first i was like okay octavia this is insulting that you're playing this role as like just <laughs> ryan reynolds assistant or whatever assistant, but i was right. like i like that she got a chance to do like a cute romance that she wouldn't normally get right know, oh that was on. extremely yeah. cute mm-hmm. that yes. honestly that was a big win for me was will ferrell and octavia spencer Agreed. having a little romance yeah. i thought that was actually adorable there's a Agreed. funny scene in this in this thing where like somebody mentions how like ryan needs to like or, or or Clint like says to his brother that he's gonna like I'm gonna bend you over your over my knee and and spank you or something like that and like <laughs> past is in there and she's like can I stay to like watch him like spank him like I thought it's like pretty funny. Um, we're now in Octavia's office and she finds a TikTok that Josh had posted about how homeless people are gross. He's he supposedly works in a soup kitchen every Christmas Eve and then this. TikTok from when he was in sixth grade. He's just like, Ugh, homeless people are gross. I hate being here on Christmas Eve. And um, present is in there watching her. Octavia is alone, and she starts singing "The View from Here." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what do you guys think of "The View from Her Here," Octavia's song? Mm, I was not particularly moved by the composition. I thought Octavia was good. 
uh, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of strong feelings about it, honestly. Celia loved it. She was like crying the whole time. She's like, Octavia is my favorite. I think I'm with Celia on this. I like really liked the composition actually, and I love the reprise later that happens. And I just, I just think I it's think a I like sweet the reprise song. more than I liked the Same. first one. That's yeah. that's yeah. where I'm at. I, I think the first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, I kind of that makes sense. This tone goes here. You know, insert insert this song here. Like in a baby musical. putting shapes into a toy. Like, oh yeah, this right. one goes here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was just like, wow, like Octavia Spencer, she can really sing. I like this. It's very nice. But I wasn't like moved or anything. And then mm. the the reprise for that song, I was like, oh oh damn, I'm like gonna cry now. Like mm. it hit me hard the second time. <laughs> she ends the song. She gets the courage to quit, and she walks through the office as she's as people are dancing behind her in the office, and like. She's based. The song is about her, um, uh, how she's gotten to where she's at by being a bad person, and what does that mean? Like, what should she be doing with her life? She's like having regret about, you know, that she she's figured out she's regretful because she's digging up dirt on a sixth grader. You know, makes sense. And it's a so, pretty low point to yeah. reach in your life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's much like when Mitch sat down to record this podcast. Yes, yeah, exactly. a low point to reach. <laughs> she finds Clint and says that she she's not going to quit and instead she tells him that she did find some dirt on the kids on the kid and so clint reveals the plan to his niece who looks dejected because josh is a good kid like she's like i don't know if i'm comfortable with this because he's like wait till he posts his good thing on christmas eve then you post this this video that he posted to make him look awful and you'll win the election he's right it'll work yeah yeah um so as they walk away, uh, the the spirits are kind of hanging out and Octavia's there and she says to herself, I'm a terrible person. And Present looks at her and says, no, you're not. And she says, what? And she <laughs> hears him and sees him. <laughs> and, he, and so he blows it and tells her that he's the ghost of Christmas present, which mm-hmm. she obviously thinks he's joking. Uh, his name is Roberto C. Fresh Fishman Pratt. I thought this is a really funny scene. And you got the other, you got like Tracy Morgan, I, like standing laugh, next to him. It, is it Tracy who says the, we have to kill her now, right? Is it him or is that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> it might've been the other one. Somebody <laughs> says that line. Yeah. Yeah. I laugh. think it was, we have to kill her now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, they share a handshake and this is a big moment because like it is he hasn't had any say, physical touch in however many years since he's been dead octavia is way more chill about this deranged man who keeps showing up in very odd costumes and referring to himself <laughs> as a ghost yeah you know than i would be well she likes him it makes she you does see she's really that, so. ignoring some red flags yeah. throughout the movie though. <laughs> he's giving her an obviously fake name like yes her radar he's, is down he shows up it's at off. a party he doesn't seem to know anybody there and he's dressed like in a ridiculous <laughs> old-timey christmas outfit <laughs> he was playing into the fact that he told her he was the ghost of christmas past which is an present. insane thing so, imagine like, you bumped yeah. into somebody and you told you had like one joke with them from a 10 second meeting yeah and then they showed up to a party hours later dressed in a ludicrously over-the-top costume referencing that joke you would run for your life i feel like <laughs> yeah. yeah i'd be like did you plan this because i was gonna be here like uh, how you, much did this cost you're... this looks expensive yeah. this is handmade <laughs> you just got this today <laughs> uh uh what if the if he's dressed up as that and she gets the reference but he's the real guy so it did happen it means it was true and still became 
one of the most common Christmas yeah, stories. I have a lot of questions about how who told Charles Dickens this story to write right. a book about it. We're about to figure out that that we're about to break that fourth wall aspect of the story, I guess, because okay. yes. they're like, all right, let's get it on with it. It's Christmas Eve. It's haunt time. And so Clint is in his house and his picture frame starts haunt to move. time. Yeah. And Jacob appears dressed as Jacob Marley in his whole chain Ooh. get up and he sings the story of your life. Does he though? Does he sing it? Does he though? <laughs> He sings. Does he get yeah. to sing it? I oh. mean, he starts singing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so, you don't yeah. get to He gets all of it. so <laughs> mad at Brian Reynolds for interrupting him, and then yeah. he hates that anyone else sings. I know. I think I this wish is they so... just made this like a character bit, because it didn't make sense. It does not. It makes no sense. And also, they're kind of, they play into this thing of Ryan Reynolds being like unredeemable, right? And extra annoying as far as redeeming people go. Uh, mm-hmm. But nothing he's doing feels that much more annoying than what we've seen in every Christmas Carol version I've ever seen, at least, you know, like he's like kind of interrupting and asking questions at this point. He's unredeemable because he has, yeah. he has ADHD. And the reason yeah. we haven't been able to save his soul is because he can't pay attention yeah. for what long is this? enough to do What it. is this? The public school system? Kids with ADHD <laughs> are unredeemable? Yeah. Uh, That's why you got to keep these songs to a tight 90 seconds, folks. Exactly. But I just think, I think part of the problem is that, uh, they're equating, they're saying uh, Ryan Reynolds' character is as bad as the worst person ever, Ebenezer Scrooge, the only two unredeemable people. But the problem is Ebenezer Scrooge is also the only other person I've ever seen this story told about. So it's not like Ryan Reynolds seems extra bad, I guess, in right. his interruptingness. Like they're getting, he's getting so mad at him for just like talking a little over his song. I'm like, what do you, does this I, I happen do, every time, hundreds of years? I would have questions. Someone would yeah, be, be <laughs> freaking out. But yeah, I, I do think in fairness, we have established some pretty straight up awful things about him. True. So no, that is, like, oh, that is true. on top of it is like, he's just going to be annoying. And it's like, well, maybe that's just the Ryan Reynolds of it all. Yeah. But at least I just he thought is these like, ghosts were very hypersensitive to being annoyed yeah. by I think him. They are. They're like, we Jacob never get interrupted. Just, like nobody, everyone's always freaked out. Not like, right. hey, oh, wait, fair. are you Jacob Marley from <laughs> from the Charles Dickens thing? Like, that's what he says. And I'm like, it takes me out of it for a second. Right. Like, it's I don't, true I that don't they, like that. They, that's like the thing. They've had a whole year to prep for dealing with this guy. <laughs> and the second they actually start interacting with him, they're like, oh, you're getting me flustered. And it's like, well, you should have been more prepared. I think part of it, though, is that Jacob is also not on board with trying to redeem him. This is true. So yeah, he is yeah. he is putting in minimal effort because he's already decided that he's unredeemable and probably I guess if you think I guess if I think about it, Jacob's putting in minimal effort. Ghost of Christmas Past just wants to fuck him, so she's not really trying. Yeah. And then Present is like so invested in his own bullshit that he's projecting, and maybe that's why he's being so pissy with mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds right away. That I guess that's all. I mean, it makes I some think sense. It, I think it does make some yeah, sense because I'm kind of justifies... like mad. At, I'm a little mad at Jacob after like giving up so easily because I'm like, Come I agree. On, that's you know? why I yeah, I was like, this is fucking annoying. I don't know. Yeah, but it does make yeah, sense. Yeah, I guess I guess he just wanted to get through his number that he's responsible for, and he's yeah. like, fine, I signed up. I will do the <laughs> standard song. Also, wait, does Jacob Marley die and have to do? Why does he commit to this job for centuries? That's confusing to me, too, because yeah. in the Christmas Carol original, Marley is Scrooge's like ex-business partner, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. buddy so, or, yeah. or former shouldn't buddy. Shouldn't it be somebody that, shouldn't he be like showing up dressed up as somebody that Ryan Reynolds knows or something? Yeah. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> 
but yeah, it was weird. This is Marley's just kind of the he just fell into the gig. He did such a good job <laughs> yeah. with Scrooge that they just kept bringing him back. Those chains look cool though, and I think that they're. I think it's mostly practical effects. I think or some. I couldn't tell sometimes with the uh, CG. But I wasn't really looking at it. I'll the chains. I just assume CG, so I quit looking. It probably is. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Jacob gives up and leaves. Past goes mm-hmm. in and uh, long story short is seduced <laughs> by him and they shag and and like I was a little sad that she was gone so quickly just because I like her as a performer you know I was like I get that we're I get what we're doing I'm not sad in the long run you know I get the movies doing a different thing than the straightforward Scrooge thing but I was like oh maybe we'll get some more time with her you know being funny with Ryan and I was just a little yeah. It's, I That's thought fun. it was just hilarious how quickly it's over. Like, I thought that yes. there would be some tension there, and no, she, no, she just right away. immediately yeah. walked back. He's like, why are you back? And she's like, <laughs> well, some things happened because I want, <laughs> like she wanted it to happen, you know? It, yeah. It's, yeah it's, uh, Tracy Morgan's best joke is also probably when he, uh, when Will Ferrell stor- stomps off to go deal with the job, and he goes, you better not come back with the same excuse that she had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, thought that was, I thought that's very funny. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And, um, yeah, he saw it in the, when she comes back, like, uh, Tracy is trying to convince uh, Present that he should have some lines that, that, that yet to come shouldn't just, like, point. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, so like, we're going to some lines. Like, you've been Christmas Carol, bitch. And it's just <laughs> That sounds like it would have been like the name of one of Tracy's fake movies in 30 Rock or something. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. We would have seen a scene of Christmas Carol Bitch like yes. in season five. They just do a quick sketch. Yeah. And Presence like, you slept with an unredeemable? And she's like, he redeemed himself a little bit. What up? And like, she should be fired, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, she's got to be like, for go. sure. But she's got <laughs> HR on her side because HR yeah, thinks she's hot. She's got HR in her pocket. So, yeah. Um, presence like get back in there you have a job to do and passes like well it's gonna be kind of awkward now don't you think and can you cover me and so present is now involved in charge of like basically the whole hunt and so yeah so that's in my mind i'm like okay good we get to see will and 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 ryan together go through this so present is now in clint's past and they watch as his mom uh traumatizes him um she traumatizes young clint by acting like she got him a dog for christmas but because he left the back door open the dog escaped when he it's a good trick what (laughs) it's a good trick trick. yeah you're taking notes you're taking some (laughs) yeah i'm gonna major dot save yourself some money why isn't the mom the mom should be the the person that they try to redeem you know, if, she's worse, right? She's she's, she's unredeemable. She's, <laughs> she's irredeemable, like the most unredeemable thing. Like, oh, we got you a dog, but it escaped because you let the door open and like, just it, it's awful. Is she dead? I mean, I just assume she's dead, right? She's probably dead. But she's yeah, in the they, flashback. She's in the flashback. So I don't know. yeah, but we don't the see her. In, do we see her in present time at all? I don't think no. so. No. All right. Well, yeah. So she got hit by a bus too. She's fucking dead. We she see. We it. see young Clint. Um, is uh, his older sister calls his mom out on her crap and they run out the door and young Clint mm-hmm. searches the neighborhood for his dog and adult Clint like fake tears up. He's like, this is, a, this is you're changing my life. And he starts laughing. He's like, this is the lesson that led me to being rich, that people will believe what they want to be true this is the best lesson I ever received. So it's not, it's not getting into him guys. It's not, no. he's not getting the message yet. Um, they teleport him to his his previous job where he met he meets a Nora a girlfriend at one point then teleports to the mall in the future where she breaks up with him and uh, this is 
supposed to be like maybe the girl he could have ended up with because she's like perfect, but she breaks up with she him. She seems boring as hell. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, she's <laughs> like, I mean, her life in the I end is basically the life the I live. So like, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. <laughs> um, I'm all about that boring life, but uh, yeah. she. Uh, I just meant like I was just like oh, this is Ryan. I don't feel like I feel, I didn't feel chemistry between them. Where I was like, like I don't get any scenes with great. them. Like exactly. literally, they're like, like, hello, <laughs> my name is Nora. My name is Clint. And then like then then it's just like she she breaks up with yeah. them. Like that's it. I know. They're really. I mean, they are obviously intentionally just going through the motions on the christmas carol like formula for ryan reynolds because they want to do the twist of making it really about will ferrell as it goes on you know but mm-hmm. that's definitely a weak like versus a scrooged which uh, ryan reynolds references it's like throughout that whole movie you're seeing bill murray trying to like kind of reconnect with his love interest so you it's 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 very emotional as opposed to this chick who's like we don't even really need her i know we have to go through the bits but we could just skip this part of the christmas carol bit for me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and uh yeah so yeah After he's a this. jerk to his sister she her sis her his sister announces that she's pregnant and like he's like a turd yeah, about she it she went to like a sperm donor or whatever this is this is conflicting because we don't I mean we don't know a ton about his sister but maybe she isn't I, what would you say if you really thought it was a bad idea for one of your siblings to raise a child on their own like it's one thing if your sibling is like i am pregnant i slept with somebody it's you true. know she's not i don't want to get yet. an abortion yeah. she's opting to go and get uh like in vitro fertilization right yeah she's like, like getting knocked up in a few days so she's yeah. not you that's a good point you know she's not pregnant yet so she still has you know, still have time to at least like maybe like voice an opinion if you want i mean it's kind I mean, of a, it's obviously it's a yeah. hard thing to tell someone <laughs> right but, yeah but he does seem like legitimately i don't know kind of worried about if she's responsible enough because they have i mean it makes sense i guess they probably have a lot of mother issues themselves so she's probably a little fucked up right mm-hmm. maybe oh i like the little what support would you do? oh go ahead would you tell your siblings mitch that they shouldn't have kids I think that's like one of the most. I don't know. That would be that would be intense. I have no context for like why I would say that. I I maybe maybe it's just because I have siblings who I think shouldn't have kids. Maybe that's why. I'd Uh, probably give like a realistic like, well, let's review your life and where you're at right now. You know, uh but like my my only sibling is far more put together and figured out than than I am. So I I I guess the main question is, do we really think Ryan Reynolds is a dick for voicing this if she is someone? Who he really feels this could be a bad thing maybe for the life. Maybe not in this way. Maybe not in the middle of the mall. Right. And just yeah, like, probably not in the middle of the mall. When she's like clearly super excited, like yeah, yeah, yeah. about not it. Not in public, right after she tells you in front uh, of their mom, in, in like, front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably yeah. not at that moment. <laughs> probably not. But Ryan's still. He Clint's still like kind of out of it. He's like, wait, is that a Sephora? Those did not exist at this time. And and <laughs> and, 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 and presents like yeah, we have a deal with Sephora, so it's. Good catch. That is the kind of meta joke I like. That's the kind of meta joke you can fit in without being annoying. Now, normally that I I feel like that kind of product placement would annoy me, but it is funny. It's it it is funny the way that they deliver. Will Ferrell just does a great job. Yeah, we have a deal. We have a deal with them. Good eye. He's like excited. Yeah, we have a deal with them. You know. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's just maybe it's funny because it's so sad. Because I could believe that if if 
corporations found out the afterlife was real, they would find a way to product placement in it, right? Like, yeah. they just so would. True. So, <laughs> ugh. Well, it's the next scene in Clint's past, but he pauses it and he demands some, to ask some questions about present. Uh, present gets fed up and we watch as, and he's like, no, we're not asking questions about me. This is not about me. And we, mm-hmm. we hit play on the scene and we watch as Clint gets fired from his media company that he worked for somebody for, and he's being too ruthless. That's why he's getting fired. He leaves and grabs Octavia on the way out to build his dream. And, um, the, the, this sparks an argument between present and Clint because he's like, look, I'm a good guy. I gave her a great opportunity. And Clint's like, or present's like, you think this was good for her? Well, I'm calling an audible. And he audibles it to the scene with Octavia t- talking about how she has kind of hated the direction her life has gone. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that leads to him asking more questions of Will, though, because that's when Octavia, yes. at the end of the scene, is talking to Will. Yeah, and he's like, wait a second, you're not supposed to show up in these people's lives. Can you, <laughs> are you supposed to just mess with people's lives? And he starts asking a lot of questions, trying to dig mm-hmm. into, into, into present and figure out what's going on. Um, we, uh, Yeah, so present gets real fed up at this, and he cues up. He's like, we're skipping ahead to the big one, a big scene. Yeah. You know, the scene, uh, we see Clint is talking to his sister, who's in the hospital bed. We don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on, and Clint does not want to relive this scene. You know, we finally hit the breaking point for him, and he sprints away. He's running through doors in this imaginary world. This is is very stupid it's not important it's like a star wars prequel type of complaint right but earlier when will snapped his fingers and paused time for ryan why doesn't he just do that when he starts running like why are we chasing him you can pause time i just saw you do it three minutes ago yeah maybe well he they they kind of have a specific protocol for quote a runner you know he says Mm. like well we got a runner so maybe when there's someone who's running away that okay. if they pause it, that doesn't really help things. They have to, you know, coerce them, them back or something. Work. They have. It's like a toddler throwing a tantrum. You gotta let him. <laughs> yeah. Fucking burn it out of his system. Okay. Well, Clint runs away and he runs through a few doors and ends up in HQ for the spirited people. He's just breaking the, the world. He's he's in there. He's in their base. Yeah. And um, present finally finds him in looking at a giant wall of photos. Um, and it's a bunch of photos of Octavia where present has <laughs> photoshopped himself with, with Octavia. Which is hilarious. <laughs> he's like, why am I? He's like, what's this? Are you photoshopped in this picture with her? And um, am I? I don't think so. <laughs> and, uh, and presents like, look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you into your kicker. That's your big emotional scene. And Clint's like, you know what? It's what you got to do to redeem an unredeemable. And he slams down his file and it goes boom. Like, you know, he's like, gotcha. I'm an unredeemable. What are you going to say? Because like, this is, you know, am I just, this is just who I am. And so, uh, present, I like how this scene ends. Cause he's like, yeah, whatever. And like present opens the door and like walks through it all with like a serious face on to like lead him through the door. And it's just, it's just funny. I like it. I, I would have, I think I would have liked it more if it only ended on the serious face. Although I do like when he yells at the very end of it. Cause that's that Will Ferrell yell that will get me sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I was torn on it. I didn't, I, 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 I go either way. I could flip a coin on if I would have left it with that extra tag on there or not in the edit. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so Clint is like, all right, fine. I'm going to, I'm interested in what's through this door. So he walks through and they enter the streets of the 1840s and they watch <sighs> as Scrooge, AKA present opens oh the door. God. What? He's Scrooge. Wow. And he's aggressively telling people good afternoon while telling tiny Tim yes. that he is not going to shut down the factory on Christmas. They go to a bar, just just Clinton present, and Clint asked present how long he had to live for after, and he's like, so you were Scrooge, and like, so you never relapsed, ever. And he's like, how long did you live? And present's like, three weeks. And, and that... I, I love that. I think it's just. I really like the line where he says he was like back then the leading cause of death was January. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that was a good joke too. And they're like laughing about it, right? Like, yeah, yeah so- they really love that. Yeah, they bond. They're already bonding, and they both think that's just very funny. Yeah, it's yeah. just like what an innocent joke. And Clint's like, "Well, how do you know you truly changed if you only lived for three weeks?" And the music gets all emotional, and it pauses on Will, and we realize this is the question that present has dealt with for years. You know, this is, this is, this is the question, you know, mm-hmm. is he truly, has he, had he truly been redeemed? We don't know. And so Clint asks him also like, Hey, why were you saying good afternoon to people? And President's like, Oh yeah, that was a sick burn back in the day. And so, <laughs> so Clint begins to sing good afternoon. Yes. I like this song um, because I thought it was a song that, focused more on making the song itself funny than on making things outside commenting on the song funny. That makes yeah, sense. For sure. yeah. Yeah. The word I play like is that. very fun. Yeah. Yes. So I was I was I was like, okay, I'm I'm into this one. It I'm not a huge fan of the look of the past stuff. Just like the coloring on it and some of the green screen looks a little iffy at times, especially at like toward the end of this song, but uh, just overall, I was, I was, I'm having fun with this one. This is a, this is one where I was like, this is a good song for Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell to be singing. You know, they're the right kind of guys for this sort of comedy number. I felt. Yeah. Yep. Did you have any thoughts on it? Yes, Mitch. Mitch what are your uh, this was, I, I think this was genuinely funny. Uh, and yeah, I definitely remember the second time watching it being like. Light like a circular Mario bomb and throw it in a house. Like what's going on? But the fact that they were willing to just <laughs> yeah. be that stupid with it was like, great. You guys aren't taking yourself seriously. This mm-hmm. is the fun of a musical. This is the fun of like the two of you just vibing off of each other. And uh, the the man, the little kid dancers doing that little like arm swinging stomp <laughs> move behind them was just cracking me up yes and uh i think it's a good joke to say that they improv that because at the end they're like how did you know i, I was following you what no i was following you and I'm like, that, that's a good joke that's a have good you bit. okay two things that have now just popped in my head two tangents from what you just said one bones have you ever seen the norm mcdonald snl sketch the west side story one um where uh, will no, ferrell's in so. it Okay, it's just like it's like a West Side Story parody, but there's a part where like Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan or whoever's in it, Robbie Downey, I think Robert Downey Jr. is in that season. Whoever it is, Classic. they like start singing and dancing, and then Norm Macdonald's just like, "What the hell? What the hell is that about? How'd you know that?" And he's like, "I don't know. I was just following his lead." Like they do that same kind of joke. Um, is it I, is it straight up a callback to it Will might Ferrell? Be. It might be because that's a pretty straight good up callback to this. Um, my other question is, this is something in general about musicals Kyle and I have debated, which I meant to bring up earlier, which is 
we talk about if the singing is literal or if it's in the person's head (laughs) right and i have a big question about it I, I I will I accept it's literal when it's in the afterlife, but during Ryan Reynolds's first song, when they're mm-hmm. just watching yeah. him and the crowd is singing, what the fuck is happening there in reality? Well, is I'm, he singing in reality? Uh, that's specific though, <laughs> or He's is that not, just but how the ghosts are watching and interpreting it through their musical lens? I have to say he's not for one specific reason, and it's because his costume change. And mm-hmm. the set changes in an instant. Snaps at snaps the end. back yeah, to yeah. regular. And I think that's yeah. in that scene. I you know I think it is like the the spirit of it versus them actually singing. So, <laughs> okay. but that's my take. Is I always say that I think musical numbers and most musicals are not literally happening. We're seeing like a tr- an, a musical translation of an emotional inner yeah. struggle or like moment between and two I people. say that that makes a lot of sense but when I watch musicals I just feel like they are doing it in real life <laughs> and that's the yes. world is it's a musical world so like yeah, that's, they just that's how here. I've always approached like when I watch a musical that's what I feel I, it's a very literal thing yeah. for me versus like you know uh, hypothetical but like yeah yeah it, <laughs> Yeah. What uh, what should have happened in the first number is the new recruits they come in and guy mm-hmm. and the guy goes, oh they sing here what is this and the other <laughs> folks go like uh yeah we all sing in On normal Earth. life all the time yes. you don't think it would also happen in the afterlife now I would have yeah. I would have given the movie five stars if that was <laughs> that, the was yeah. that exact dialogue just, for Beto. God <laughs> that's the, some uh, James Cameron Avatar two just sweaty just we're just fucking getting it out there we got to get it out Jesus. there keep moving keep moving uh, they sing I here too yeah. and you know. <laughs> I know. We already I was... mentioned uh, community on this episode. So, to take one of my favorite lines from Jeff Winger, which is to Abed, stop shoving things up their own ass. And I just think that's like my favorite take on meta and sometimes is extremely funny to just yes. like redo a thing so hard that you're just cycling it over again. There's a couple bits in this that I really like in this song, and one of them is the Judy Dench cameo where she like oh, walks oh, by. Yes. And still like, Very good. Wait, what's that? actually judy dench i think it was you yeah know? i loved that i love judy um, dench I love, if yeah, i can see judy dench i'm happy give her another oscar fuck it she already has her, the record for the oscar for least amount of screen time let's get it down to almost nothing yeah wow. right let's do yeah. this <laughs> and then there's the one, best performance oh, i've seen of her since uh uh artemis fowl Ooh, wow okay <laughs> i never watched right. that one you can't just drop that you've watched artemis fowl and expect us to not do it on the podcast and make you come on for yeah, the episode exactly. now oh you my realize? god let's do artemis fowl that will oh, make, i read artemis I'll fowl be, i read him too oh. that's why i didn't watch the movie because i was like i kind of like those books and i've heard this movie is deplorable i heard it was just the aragon treatment and so i was just if, like there's no uh, if you already have an aversion to Josh Gad, Ooh, baby, don't watch. Oh, I like Josh Artemis Gad. Fowl. I'm, I'm, I don't, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a Gad. I'm Gad, fan. I'm Gad neutral. I'm then not like a full Josh boy. Gad for Can you. Can I be a Gad this boy? Will, Ooh, that sounds weird. From bad boy to, to Gad, Gad boy, <laughs> <laughs> you will you will despise Josh Gad after this. It's just oh, it's boy. astounding. It's like happens. our opposite. I, well, now the we opposite thing it. with Ryan Reynolds, like because Mitch, <laughs> yes. you love him. I'm very medium on him because I do get tired of him sometimes. And Scott's like, I'm done mm-hmm. with Ryan. So yes, it's the exact same. We're going thing. in the opposite. You're totally Gad. done with Gad. I'm I'm in the middle, and now Kyle. Yeah, I'm a Gad boy. Pro Gad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now you call him Ryan. So who's really winning? <laughs> True. Uh, 
there's there's also uh there's a very this one's like a very ryan reynolds joke to me where where uh will will ferrell sings you can kiss my charles dickinson and there everyone's like shocked and then he's like dude that was too far there's a baby literally right here and like <laughs> yeah. yeah and then there's a baby ryan there. reynolds loves channeling the energy of like your mom who just heard you say something offensive for comedy yes or something. that's very true yeah. absolutely <laughs> And then they both say good afternoon to the baby and I think it's fun. And I think that this is my, I think this is the best written song, or at least I have it written down as a question mark because I do like the word play. It's, I like, I think it's a very fun. It is the song that feels like it fits the most into the tone that I would like of a comedy musical about like Ebenezer Scrooge, I guess is the only way I can put it. Like I don't need all the meta jokes and stuff in my, in, in my comedy musical. If it was just comedy musical where it's mostly jokes coming from the song and character bits like that, that are worked into the music, I'd be into it. So I'm with you in is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I like this song the best in terms of like just the, the lyrics, I guess yeah. it's just my favorite musical number has still not come up. Okay. Um, so this the the worst has basically happened for present, right? Like he has been corrupted by 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 Clint by the by the perp, and so Jacob shows up and separates the two of them. They're too buddy buddy, and uh, it just it makes sense to get present out of there. And Clint wakes up in present day at a work. I did party. write. I wrote a. I wrote a way. I wrote a funny joke, which is they they tell Will Ferrell he has to stick to the script, and I wrote. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell would be making a movie that doesn't want to stick to the script. Am I right? <laughs> so right, dude. Just a really funny joke good. I had to that say. That was really Thank fun. That's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was worth pausing uh, here in the middle of the podcast for. Well, Clint wakes up in present day at a work party at his house. We're past the past now. We're, he's present mode of this haunt. And he finds present mm-hmm. sitting on a giant pile of food with a wreath on his head in full Dickens oh. mode. He says the line. He says, come in and know me better, man. Which is like the classic ghost of Christmas present mm-hmm. line yeah. that I love. Oh, and yeah. and Ryan is Clint. I don't know. I'm just whatever. Clint says, uh, he's like, oh, so we're back on script now. And he's like, yeah, dude, I, I can't like get off script. Like it's, it's what we're, we're doing it like we're supposed to. And so he takes him all throughout New York, New York City, sends him off to his next spot. And he lands right back in the same place. And I thought that was funny. So, yes. He, uh, like, we were just here, and he's like, well, I have a team that works really hard on these transitions. <laughs> <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he shows him that his friends are, are shit whispering him. I don't know if that's a new term <laughs> that they just came up with. I've never heard that, but. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard shit whispering. I mean, obviously, shit talking. Yeah. But I don't know if I've specifically. I maybe like that's it. more of an of a coastal elite thing. That sure. Mitch oh yeah, we, sh- we yeah. shit whisper all the time. There's gonna be a lot of shit whispering going on at that party you're going to tomorrow. I bet. Oh, that's I'm, that's why I'm going to, <laughs> just to for go the shit, shit whisper with people. Um, his brother is at the shit this whispering. Party. Sounds like if you go to if you can't poop, you go to a like a shit whisperer, and they'll help you get unconstipated. <laughs> <you know? laughs> that's great don't you you mock laugh at my amazing joke bones you tell me you can't picture uh like a like a really woodsy man bending down next to your ass when you're constipated just whispering i mean carrie has basically been this she's called herself the poop guru before for our children what the fuck for our children (laughs) like when they're constipated she sits down and like and for me 
and for me god it's funnier that i reached that conclusion in my head faster than scott because i was like yeah okay and then to hit now then i realized the mistake you were making she's the poop guru funny. for our kids but she's the shit yeah. whisperer for me <laughs> for you oh good. god whisper sweet nothings in my ear and it makes me poop i don't know mm-hmm. now, she does a lot of shit whispering about you that's for sure um why don't we continue yeah well we can mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. we can do that um uh, his brother's there dressed as cousin Eddie, which I like. She's got a, he's, you know, Christmas Vacation, my favorite. Classic. Uh, and his, from Wait, from Cousin Eddie, Christmas Vacation to Cousin Eddie's <laughs> Island Adventure, Yes, right? of course, absolutely. Okay, that's your favorite movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, his brother sticks up for him a bit, and, and, and Clint kind of likes that. He's, like, kind of confused by that, I guess. Um, and mm-hmm. Octavia shows up, and her and Present have a moment together, and... Um, it's funny, they trash Clint. He's like, who has a Christmas party on Christmas Eve? A company Christmas party on Christmas Eve. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Clint, or Present takes takes Clint to his ex-girlfriend's house. They're all super happy, and it's uh, life he could have. It's like the it's like Midwest living, you know, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and Clint's like, look, this isn't my dream. It's your dream, buddy. Ooh. And he flips the script and oh, sings the story of your life. I think he sings it, right? This is a Clint song, right? I think. Uh, maybe. I honestly can't remember him singing this song because I stopped taking notes here, so I don't have any note written down on this song. Yeah, because he flips yeah, the I vision yeah. and he puts Will and Octavia in his place, and I think he's singing about this. This could be that the story right. of your life or yes. something. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. They end I'm, up, I, I, yeah. I'm like the for whatever reason I can only remember the last Ryan Reynolds song as the Good Afternoon because that's when he does his British voice the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they end up at the soup kitchen where uh, Jimmy is posting the pic of him serving the home serving the homeless on Christmas Eve, and we see him just being a nice, like genuinely nice kid, you know. Whatever, fuck that kid. A nice lad. A nice lad. <laughs> they end up on the rooftop, uh, on a on a rooftop where uh, his niece Ren is her name. I, I didn't know her name until now, but her name's Ren, and she is ice skating. And um, she sees that Jimmy has posted the pic, so she posts the video of him saying homeless people are gross. We see a flurry of tweets saying Jimmy is a fraud and he's canceled, and Jimmy is devastated. Um. Clint. This was like I was watching Tar all over again, guys. Let me tell you, just this cancellation stuff—it's out of control. Tar. I don't it's know a good Tar, movie actually. So. <laughs> it's it's going to be nominated for best picture and best actor for Kate Blanchett. That's all you need to know. It's a good one. It's about a composer who gets canceled. This basically the plot of it to really reduce it down. Okay. Uh, which is why that's it. This, it's this not gets Tar's. Canceled. It's not the the backstory of. Of Tars, no, the I, robot from. I wish it was oh, from man, the backstory of the robot from Interstellar. Interstellar. I would watch that 100%. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. It is just Kate Blanchett being sexually aggressive to uh, women who are her inferiors. Not inferior. You know what I mean? Like work inferiors. I don't know. What's the term? Employees? That's the word. <laughs> inferiors, yeah, right? Think, I don't yeah. know. Superiors, okay, well, I didn't inferiors. even necessarily work for her. I don't know. Because, yeah, you call someone your superior, but it sounds really condescending to call someone your subordinate is much yeah. less shitty yeah. sounding than inferior. <laughs> Plus, like, you guys wouldn't want to see it because the TARS prequel, it's when they crank his sarcasm up to 100 and oh. Ryan Reynolds says no. the <laughs> 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 Probably wouldn't like it. I would Just... half like it because it's interstellar. I would love it. Fuck. Probably. I'm probably trying to it. pick. Let's sure, Ryan Reynolds 
cracking one-liners with like the that achingly sincere tone of interstellar you know they're like this is so antithetical flip wait that's, wait it's gonna be the see. most chaotic flip ever if you put ryan reynolds instead of matthew from, mcconaughey oh just in that role i'm gonna do a scene from uh, ryan reynolds and interstellar i'll play both characters okay murph murph no murph murph uh i don't think she can hear you buddy <laughs> <laughs> You want to see that now, huh? Oh, kind of, actually. <laughs> kind of want to see as long as it's you also yeah, playing the parts sure. the whole time, I'm in. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll do all We're the gonna voices. Edit we'll do that this on the movie, next episode. Uh, this movie into yeah. a four-star movie, and you're going to uh, you're gonna record that. <laughs> First step is we have to learn how to recreate the animatronic puppetry of TARS from Interstellar. <laughs> I think we can pull it off. We just need like a uh, note card that's cut in specific ways, right? That's true. Yeah, it's, but then we can't do that cool thing where he fucking rolls when they need that to go really cool. fast. That's like the coolest part when he like splits yes, and has a and bunch of legs into a and starts star rolling. Kind really, of thing. yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so um, cool. Okay, but, let's just watch Interstellar next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what is what? What in the world's happening? What is happening? Uh, uh, so is, he, when so they Clint were, they were shit whispering, right? Oh, no, no, yeah, Clint she got canceled. Really in the weeds canceled. at this point of the movie, to be Clint honest, too. Like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> there is. It's dense. So yeah, Clint is sad that the kid is getting can't. Like he is sad that he's probably ruining this sixth grader's life, and so he's he, going to be really sad. Yeah, he's going to be very sad in a bit. Um, <laughs> And uh, uh, okay, where I'm still trying to figure out where I am in my notes because I scrolled away for some reason. He can't handle it. He throws his he throws his brother under the bus, saying uh, she has some. What in the world? What's going on? This what is the wrong. fuck is happening know. in your notes right now, dude? Whatever happens, right spot, eventually we get to the point where this kid kills himself, right? I mean, how far does it take to get to that part? Is that way later? That's Ghost of Presence. So, 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 so here's what happens. So Jeepers. he's he's yeah. affected by Jimmy crying, and Present pulls an audible and takes Clint back to his past. Uh, back to the kicker. Back to the kicker, where his sister is in the hospital and he's visiting her. We learn that his sister asks him in this moment to raise her daughter because she's not yes. going to make it. He can't handle it. He throws this. He throws his brother under the bus, and he's like, "Hey, she's got something really important to ask you," and like just come in at with open heart. And then he like pieces out, and so. Um, Pretty shitty. Now this Ooh. one's pretty shitty. I think one of the uh, worst things I could think I you could ever do. Yeah, <laughs> to tell someone who's dying. Mm, no, I'm not going to do this. Like, you could at least yeah. lie to someone on their deathbed. Well, I guess she's got to get her affairs in order. But also, you should just raise the kid. You're her uncle, right? And you have <laughs> yeah, tons seriously. of money. You don't even have to do anything. You're rich as fuck. You know, like you could just hire <laughs> someone to watch her most of the time. I like her. I like his brother. He's so sweet. Like, yeah, she probably ended up with the right dad. What's the deal so. with the? What's the deal with the brother? What do you mean? Like, was he in the flashback when he was a kid? And does he? I don't remember him like, being in the flashback a, with the as a kid. I don't either. know. If and he's, he's like yeah. probably a baby. Yeah. Is he like a fuck up? That's the vibe, right? Like he's just like a drunken fuck up or something. Why is drunk, it that is his family? I don't think he was, all no. wears wigs. <laughs> That's a good yeah. question. <laughs> I didn't think he was. Wigs, I didn't thought he was. I thought he was just dumb. But yeah, go ahead. Maybe it's just dumb. I just want to say with wigs, I like that when they flash back, Ryan Reynolds always has like the hair he would have had about oh, that yeah. time in his career. That too. <laughs> it's like I'm watching one of his rom coms. <laughs> that was, I mean, that's like a funny meta joke, which is to say, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds from back then, how he was an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it just works that he has already played that character. It, does. For it so really long. does. Yes. It was, 
that just like oh that was a nice touch. it's like you could feel like am i watching a scene that was cut into like uh just friends or something right, yeah. you know did they yeah. just digitally impose will ferrell scene <laughs> in the background of this and uh so this scene happens and present says great my part's done your third haunter is gonna show up and clint's like dude seriously like this is it and um uh so jacob has to kind of peel up peel away present from clint uh but not before clint asks him look are you ready like are you really ready to just to go on your life keep asking the one question that keeps you up at night and uh and present starts to sing in a soft voice am i forever unredeemable and this is where we get unredeemable this is my favorite number as as a complete scene in the movie yeah. because the fucking flashlight it's dancing so cool is like the best i was so, i texted kyle that i was furious that it was in this movie <laughs> like buried in the middle of the movie because it's like i want to recommend this movie to people just for this scene but now they have to watch an hour and a half to get to it right that i don't even like that much but i love this flashlight choreo they're doing i think it's so creatively designed and it just reads so well on camera it looks awesome it's by i love it because it looks like a stage production like it looks like we're watching a stage production which is something that they've said in the production of this movie they wanted it to feel like uh, a broadway musical at some point especially with their use of the back of of the cast of like this returning dance cast that shows up like the the um uh Mm -hmm. the the what's the the cast name the The company the company yeah like the return of the company and this is like it it feels it does feel a little bit like i don't know if jarring's the right word but it just it feels weird because they're in a black expanse that's their setting for this is they're like in between all their dreams and so it's just Mm -hmm. darkness and the cast is all wearing like black suits so it's they're dark still and then like using the flashlights it's it feels definitely way different than everything else but it looks mm-hmm. so good and it's really cool it is did you like the flashlights bones if you say no uh, th- we will be fighting <laughs> no 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 that that song makes me tear up and i think is beautiful and i was like what just what a cool idea and to commit to like a blank stage just to just to embrace that trick mm-hmm. you know like you could have seen something cool like that and have it be for part of a song or yeah. like, you know, for even a shot. Or if it was like, a lot of the other thing. songs, they would have done it for like three bars and then cut it exactly. off or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the fact that they were like, no, 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 we know this looks cool. We like it. I was happy that the choreographer got to just be like, can I have a thing where it's just this idea? Yeah. And I love that they they gave them that. I thought it was really you know what it was you know what it was giving me shades of kyle is the ultimate movie musical as we all know high school musical three uh (laughs) it was giving me shades of the high school musical franchise in in like what you said where it wants to be framed like it's a stage musical Mm -hmm. like we get that kind of flat on shot and high school musical always loves a a dance scene with some sort of new prop right yes. basketballs uh-huh. baseball bats there needs to be some so <laughs> flashlights are dancing. a yeah. perfect yeah, idea for that yeah so and i love that it I wasn't love. like it wasn't fakely perfect either mm-hmm. you know it what you could tell that that was just how dancers dance you know when you yes. watch choreography mm-hmm. obviously yeah. they're so in tune because they're talented as hell but there's the natural human element makes it less than perfect people have little variations and personality in their moves how they do yeah yeah 
And it's like the larger movements still worked when they all aimed down and when they all aimed to the center or started swinging. But then the like sweeps weren't, you know, it wasn't it didn't look like a light show directed by a computer. Yeah. You and can tell just, there were oh, real lights that were captured like absolutely. by photography. Chef's kiss. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. They captured something cool on camera that people did. It was awesome. Yeah. Yes. And it makes me love this movie. It makes me really like parts of this movie where they really put a lot of creativity into it. And like they, mm-hmm. people, you know, you know that, that the people who made this movie love parts of this movie, especially like the parts that they've created. It's so cool. It's a, it's a great number. And also will like kills it. He just does a great job singing it. I love, mm-hmm. I love this narrative of, of him like being afraid to return to a normal good life to see if he can live a normal good life or if he's going to just be a turd mm. again. Like it. And if he's going <laughs> to be the thing that he's, that he's worried. I about. guess what you could say is he used to be a piece of shit, but people can change. <laughs> no, people can change. He used to be. So he used to have great. slicked back hair, eating <laughs> sloppy steaks every day. <laughs> no, is that what you're talking about, And I was a piece <laughs> of <laughs> shit. I the first thing I said when I saw Will Ferrell's movie, I said that would slick back really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So great. It's awesome. Present at the end of the movie. End at the end of the 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 scene reaches out and gra- takes his retirement package and he wakes up in bed next to Clint in in there in his apartment. This is an interesting element of it. I assumed it would be like you get to take your you get to go back to earth but maybe you come back like with your memory <laughs> wiped yeah, or in like yeah, a yeah. new spot or as a baby. Yeah, but it's, it's right. like you're just with you're Ryan born Reynolds. again. But no, you're just the same age. You're just with you're just with the last guy you yeah. were talking to. <laughs> Uh, he's, I could he's see, it, I could see it that they probably would do it differently normally, but they all hate Ryan Reynolds, so they're just like, fuck it. He's just in his bed in the morning. <laughs> you know? like, uh, he's super excited about indoor plumbing, um, and and we see him get ready, take a shower, and he's like, I'm going to shower every month. I'm going to be that guy. And yeah, um, he, says, he says, look out, New York. Yeah. You're looking at a man who showers once a month. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, they like are walking through, I think... Uh, the Clint's company and he forgets that people can see him. So he's like messing with their stuff. Like he, this is a little, I, it, I was thought it was funny. Weird. I thought it was weird because like, we don't see him do that. Yes. We don't see him like going and like, Oh, look at this cute little guy with this cute little suit. Like he's not done that before. So when he does that now, it's like, well, that, yeah. I thought the gravity bit was good. The plumbing bit was good, but then his personality shifted to the point where he felt like he was giving a little too much buddy. The elf. Yes, like he's innocence, very Buddy the Elf. And which also, was then yeah, funny yeah. when Buddy the Elf showed up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, right, I said to Steely, I was like, why is he acting like Buddy the Elf? And then literally one second later, Buddy the Elf walked on screen. I was yep. like, okay. Guy well. dressed up as Elf, and he, <laughs> yes. and Will tells him he looks yeah. look stupid, which is funny. It, it doesn't, that didn't work for me because he goes about year after year following people around the real world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like recreates their life perfectly with Sephora's in the nineties. Yes. Like everything so we've like, seen for the first hour and a half seems he's very familiar with how the world mm-hmm. works. He's just yeah. incorporeal. Yeah. yeah. You could make the, the, the first joke they make, which is like, Oh, that's a toilet. I, I gotta go try it. Like, yeah, knock yourself out, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's a callback. That's a good joke. But then just being like, what, how does this work? We can't yeah. eat. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> 
You're not like you, you didn't suddenly become an absolute moron. Yeah. And in, in fact, you're supposed to be very intelligent. You should be yeah. hundreds of years old. Very informed. <laughs> successful yeah. businessman, which I guess <laughs> right. his business is probably like on. Well, the, as we all know, guys, the rich people are smartest. This billionaires is especially. So honestly, fair. we have seen smart. that this year. We have <laughs> learned that. Um, yeah. So uh, present finds Octavia and invites her to go on a walk and they leave. And the ghost of uh, the ghost of Christmas yet to come finally shows up and points to Clint and spookily beckons him forward. And we are outside on the pier now with uh, Clint and Octavia walking together. They're holding hands, which was third base when I was when I was uh, back in my time. Octavia, <laughs> you should be screaming. I know at this man. He, <laughs> he showed up in the most ill-fitting suit. This is the third time you've seen him, and now he's wearing like <laughs> baby true. clothes because he's him. wearing Ryan's clothes. <laughs> Bizarre. It's, absolutely, it's like eighteen sizes too small. Oh man, this scene of her and Will walking together outside is like Sharknado level effects, I thought. It, uh, it, Visual yeah, effects. They're like sure. clearly tiptoeing on like a treadmill, not moving <laughs> yeah. in place <laughs> while the background moves. It's so funny. It is true. And they're singing The View from here. This is the reprise mm-hmm. of this song and I think it's I I I think it's as beautiful. This is this is the the better part of this song, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, the better yeah, version absolutely and, and like singing. we said yeah. earlier this is where i was like it's just nice to see because there i mean uh, rom-coms aren't the most like respected films that are ever made but it is an acting challenge that and not all actors get to do so it's nice to see octavia spencer who doesn't fit into that normal mold get to do like rom com vibes with will ferrell mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yep uh enjoy enjoy much i like it Yet to come takes Clint to his niece, leading the student council. Then uh, showing him, then he shows him something a tad heavy, uh, mm-hmm. which is that Jimmy the kid committed suicide. I'm like, bruh, what just happened? <laughs> like, what? I, I was like, there, there was a child suicide. They, they put a child suicide in this movie. What? I was like, I didn't catch that the first time. Like, so <laughs> to be honest. I was I was doing laundry at my mom's. Mm-hmm. She said she would put it on. I was like, we're probably going to watch this again, probably towards Christmas because I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. But I'm kind of like on my phone and stuff and like folding laundry. And there's little bits probably intentionally kind of tuned out for the like visit your sister in the hospital scene because I was like, I don't need this at this exact moment. That's a yeah. pretty intense sure, sure. Uh, depiction no matter when you're watching it. And I kind of also just was like, this is going on. There's a lot happening. So right around this middle section, I just wasn't paying attention. And then so the second time I watched it <laughs> and I was like, wait, what the <laughs> jaw dropping, right? Like <laughs> Because I had made through the movie once already without the tone of child suicide <laughs> in my head. And then when it's I so saw dark. it, I was like, it is the darkness. No. No, this it no. What? I, don't, I guess they're thought, to, thinking or like we have to have something so incredibly like dark and sad to get Clint mm-hmm. to change, and that's maybe what why they did that. Um, versus making him see, because I guess him seeing his. Niece I thought it was becoming, inappropriate for Ryan Reynolds to like look at his like dead body and be like, hmm, I guess he just really loved musicals because mm, mm, he wanted to kill himself <laughs> and get to the afterlife. <laughs> It's all musicals in the afterlife. That's a, it's a reference to the movie. I, 
Sorry. Oh, it's I tried good. It's something. funny. No, it's fine. Let's, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the podcast forever. <laughs> this is the moment. Um, I'm announcing my retirement. So we, we on, my, by... on my best joke, I think. I'd like to go out on top. So I'm going to retire <laughs> right now. Let's breeze by the... Scott, uh, the he was a baby. We don't need to stick around long. They don't stick around long on it. But it's there. They really and it, don't. <laughs> and you can't deny that it's there. It's definitely there. Um, he ends up at his at, at Clint's fancy-looking grave. It's a futuristic grave. And yet to come, points at him. Cool. Would you guys get a laser-engraved tomb? Or the headstone of your face? Well, it's yeah, not. Sure. I guess it's not up to me, right? I mean, I guess I could I reserve guess that's true. that. Well, you make you. It's not kind of up to you. you make arrangements, don't you? True. I mean, ultimately, it's not up to you. But it, yeah, I'm right. thinking. I guess, uh, I've always wanted with, to. With I the amount of shit thought, whispering Carrie does about you, she probably wouldn't honor <laughs> your last wishes. No, I always kind of wanted to be made into a taxidermy animatronic, so that like Ooh. during the funeral, I could the casket would open up. I would sit up and a turn and address the crowd with kind of some final thoughts and then <laughs> lay down wow, to rest yeah. forever. Like a horrifying Disney ride. Like you set up. Yeah. Oh, didn't see you all there. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. let me tell you my story. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Then that would be the attraction at the funeral, at the, at the cemetery is that, that you can press the button Sick. and then I would I can't wait give my story. to visit your grave, Kyle. <laughs> Um, I've always wow. wanted a headstone that had a little speaker in it that you could just hear faint sounds of somebody like tapping, like "Help, I'm still, I'm still alive out here," just like screaming for help, but muffled <laughs> through six feet of dirt. That's my dream. Uh, so uh, yet yet to come is pointing at the grave, and then he's mustering. He musters up enough strength to speak, and he picks <gasps> him up, and he. It calls him a bitch and then drops him yeah. on the ground, and uh, <laughs> and and Clint wakes up in his apartment with present, and uh, he's like, "Oh crap! Like I do this is bad. I cannot let this child die." I guess is you know this is thinking. So he's got to rush to to make sure his niece does not post the video, um, and so uh, he sprints out, and and Clint and present follows him too, and they make their way to the building where she is skating on top of. Uh, in the elevator on their way up, there's a funny scene where President's trying to remember the name of Tiny Tim, and Clinton keep, keeps telling him it's Tiny Tim, and he doesn't believe him. <laughs> I thought that's just a... I thought it was pretty funny. That was classic Will Ferrell firing off. <laughs> yeah, right. Things. Little Larry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> itsy Bitsy Isaac. Like those things. Yeah. Itsy Bitsy Isaac? Yeah. Just so good. Um, on the roof, Clint rushes to Ren but uh, gets accidentally body slammed by Octavia, who needed to talk to him. We see Ren post the video, but don't worry. Octavia stopped him because... Octavia stopped her from doing it because she regretted what she did. She tells Clint that she quits and doesn't want to be a horrible person anymore. I like that Octavia gets to be the one to stop her. I I like that that part of it. Includes her in this part of the movie, too. Um, Yeah. And it gives her some... I wish she was more included throughout the movie, but... That's good. It's a good note. Maybe I, you can't fit everyone in. I'm I think not, you could have if you really focused more on present being the the main character a little yeah. bit more. You could have added more. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it shifts to present almost like it is literally like ninety minutes into the movie when he becomes human again. So it is like a little long before that happens for me. Mm-hmm. And you could probably work more Octavia in if you got to it a little earlier. Yeah. Well, um. Clint is like really happy that that this is happening that that he's that that 
he's just very happy. So present is is really he's excited. Happy he's not responsible for a kid killing himself. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> As we all should be. Yes. Yes. Present is excited. He's like, look, time's about to stop. There's going to be a ton of singing because Clint has changed. <laughs> but Clint's like, and he's like, why isn't it happening? And Clint's like, no. He's like, I'm not changed. Like, I'm just going to rationalize all this in a couple days and return to doing t- and return to doing what I do, which is terrible things. Like, he's very realistic. You know, that mm-hmm. can't just change overnight or whatever. So they go down to the streets of New York and uh, present, uh, present kind of runs away like he's sad and, and Clint follows him. They decide that there are bros now. And again, present's like, I thought we were bros. And he's like, yeah, I guess bros. I guess we're friends. And uh, why don't we... Um, calm down and let's just go back up to go ice skating and uh and clint's like you know what maybe changing isn't something that's a quick fix maybe you have to put in the work and decide every day that you you won't go out and wish somebody a good afternoon you know you have to you know work on it every day you can't just change overnight and present i don't know why this happens but present runs into the street and i don't really know why he does that but i thought he was honestly just trying to kill himself I think because he's bait. unredeemable. He's he's finding he, when Ryan Reynolds is unredeemable. That's confirming to him I can't be redeemed. I can't live as a man. And I thought he was literally going in front of the bus to kill. That himself. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I I think it's bait. I think it was uh, at the second time I watched it. I think he goes like this is the last test. Yeah, it could be that he'll, as as well. I I think he's it, like he'll he'll save me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he does. At he least runs. he's trying to communicate to Ryan Reynolds that he's trying to kill himself. At least in, if nothing else, right? Like yeah. Yeah. To so he, get Ryan to save him. I, I mm-hmm. whatever the case is, he's intentionally stepping in front of the bus. Yeah. Is President yeah. steps in yeah. front of the bus, puts his arms out, and just as about he's he's about to get hit, Clint jumps in and pushes him out of the way. And as the bus almost hits him, the world freezes. Jacob come Jacob comes in and congratulates him on being a good person. And everybody sings our final main number, which is do a little good. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of do a little good? Mm, my feelings are the same as I, uh, as a lot of the other songs. I loved the background people. I thought Ryan and Will did their best. I'm surprised Ryan Reynolds isn't a better dancer. Was yeah, my thought. I think so too. I was surprised he's too. Like, he super looks like a shape. good dancer. It doesn't yeah. help that he looks like um, what's his face from Dancing with the Stars. Uh, uh, um, Derek the, the, Derek uh, Hoff. Yeah, yeah, he looks like oh, yeah. he looks like Derek Huff, and Derek Huff is the yeah. greatest dancer I've ever witnessed. I mean, in my the most life. insane dancer. Like, yeah, yeah he's, well. and so <laughs> it doesn't help that they, they look similar, and like so I'm expecting something good from yeah. Ryan, but he's really just not that great. It's not like yeah. he's not trying. I'm not knocking the man's effort. I'm just literally surprised that he isn't more graceful as someone who's got such an athletic like. And not like bulky athletic build, you know, like he looks like he should be kind of lithe and Mm -hmm. good at dancing. You know what, though? I think like I bet it was just like they all learned that together Mm -hmm. and they had to get the choreo down. But because like and it's less dancing, but in his first number with the Christmas trees, he's Mm -hmm. doing those those jazzy steps across the stage. And I thought he was really killing it. Like it's doing that whole big band little swagger. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's not literally doing dance moves but i was like damn okay he's like embodying the whole role of what a musical means yeah and i feel like he probably got a lot of 
focus on that because I like think this he's, is you that is an easier you know, number for him because there's a character to lock into so hard he's yeah, playing a yeah. very over the top villain he's like playing satan in that song yeah exactly you know? which is got, very he probably easy got to coached do. yeah on those specific like here's how you gotta hit this and he's watching a video of like cab calloway doing it you know yeah. like there was probably so much like effort poured into that yeah it's and a then lot the other harder just like find how to do a group <laughs> choreo number right with, yeah. yeah go to class learn the song yeah and he probably did his best yeah yeah i like i like this uh dance number I, I like the song i think the songs are very just i think they're all good i really like the songs in this musical there wasn't one that was like oh this is this song's just a real stinker in quality and so this is like do a little good like it's a fun one and they're dancing and the 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 world is still frozen around them so like there's still snowflakes mm-hmm. that are frozen i think it looks good it's a fun number and so um that's uh the music ends and clint uh takes his former position right be- in front of the bus time resumes i should have thought it through clint yeah, really <laughs> and he is hit by the bus hard he is flinged mm-hmm. into a truck he gets out saying man that hurt but present doesn't hear him or see him <gasps> he looks down and his body is still there Oh, no. And he realizes they, go, they do a ghost. He's a classic dead. ghost. Yeah. Yep. And he's pissed because this classic ending sucks. <laughs> he's like, this sucks. And and we hear it's not the end, Clint. And his sister walks out from a bright light, gives him a hug, and leads him into the afterlife. Except he doesn't go because Jacob's still there. And he's like, look, Jacob, I got a crazy idea. Cut to him. You got a new. Yeah. I know you've got a new opening. Yeah, I know <laughs> that there's been a recent opening. And I and I am a white man, so I'm gonna jump up <laughs> yeah. that corporate ladder. <laughs> it should be. Baby. It is crazy that he gets the job. We cut yeah. to him grabbing a coffee with present on it, and we see that he has taken over Scrooge's role as the ghost of Christmas present. He is uh, married to past. I, th- I assume marriage. I don't know. But he's. I love that he ends up with past. Well, like, they kissed at the end and they wouldn't. I won't watch them Two people kiss who aren't married. Really. <laughs> so, um, well, it's weird. Until death do you part, right? So can you get married oh, in the ooh. afterlife? So probably well, you not. you can, but now they say till retirement do you part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do. Lo- I really like that they end up together. I think that that's a great little touch at the end. And... Uh, he uh, talks about how he drops in to talk to Scrooge in his modern house, and he does. He he drops in to Scrooge's house and with Octavia and their kids. He's swinging them on the swing set in the backyard, his kids, and he asks Scrooge for tips on hard-to-crack cases. Mm-hmm. They cr- I do like that he... I like that they work together to crack the cases. I don't know why I like it, because I don't care about either of these characters that much or like this movie that much, but I'm like, oh, I like that they stay in touch and that he knows the, like the, old the expertise being brought in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The old expert who had the job for 80 some years getting brought in and finds the small yeah. detail that's going to crack the case. I know. I like it. It's cute. I love it. <laughs> um, and uh, they crack the case. They look at the camera and start singing that Christmas morning feeling reprise. Um and uh, then it cuts through the different sets in the movie. This is where we see Tracy Morgan do in the and the Grim Reaper and the cast just having fun. The song ends mm-hmm. with the camera turning around, revealing the directors and the 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 stage, the whole crew, crew. Yeah. Um, which I, I love I, that part. I really like that aspect of. We got that with the um, some of the live musicals we watched. Yeah, and that's just. I'm a, a big sucker for the. Everybody had fun <laughs> making this vibe at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then um, 
Yeah, and so that song ends, the credits are rolling, and then we get the cut song from the musical, the fully produced amazing number called Ripple. <laughs> we already talked about it. It's incredible. You should watch it's it. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So and it, it, I hate that it's there because it and because it ends the movie. I'm so happy and then I get so furious. And then the movie, and then I have to turn off the movie because I'm just so mad that it's here and not in the actual movie. So I just want a version of it that doesn't have credits playing over it so I can fully watch the choreo and not be distracted personally. True. And it's all in black and white, and I don't think that that's... Uh, I don't know what that's about, honestly. I think that's because that it's is... in the credits. Like, they didn't want to... Honestly, it could just be a situation where, like, yeah, we just didn't, like, have time to finish all the effects or color correct everything. We'll just fucking make it all black and white. I don't know. Like, is that is that easier? I don't know enough about making real videos Let's ask Zack like, Snyder who did the the black and white cut Snyder cut Justice League yes. Zack Snyder Kill why me. do you hate saturation so much is it easy <laughs> we still have to do that don't we, we still, oh we're doing oh, the Snyder cut that's what we should do for January no week off Kyle we're doing an hour of the <laughs> Snyder cut are you gonna oh, make actually, how one, many, of, one of us is gonna have to watch it in the black and white I just know it too oh yeah oh yeah that's it God. this is that's, that's the end of the movie guys there is one more post credit scene there is did I miss it there is it's that original hotel manager that they were going to do oh, the guy yeah, that yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. who is that he's yells at somebody and then like a statue starts shaking next to him because he's gonna get Scrooge this year yeah yep I do remember that cool that's there the end is. that's the end we did it and 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 as is tradition we like to, as you know, Mitch, uh, shout out our best performers at this point because we typically spend a lot of time harping on negative aspects of films. Oof. Yeah. Um, if you aren't ready, you don't have to go first. I am ready with mine, Kyle, but would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, mine's know. not yeah. a secret Yeah, because mm -hmm. I've said it multiple times that Will just does a fantastic job in this movie. He is, he gives such a a perfect performance of like, I like really rooting for present like through this movie. Cause he's so earnest. He, he is hilarious in his, I, I love Will Ferrell in general. I don't think I'll ever get tired of him. You know, his movies sometimes are just not that great, but that's, that's comedy. You know, that's how that, that you, you miss sometimes. But as we all saw with my joke, attempting to say Ryan <laughs> yeah. Reynolds joked about that. Cause sometimes even the greats yeah. miss, you know, <laughs> Um, it just happens. But he hits, it's a home run. I love him in a, in a fun, earnest role where he gets to play kind of, kind of dumb and, and kind of in love. And I love it. He does a great job. He gets a statue of, of Dolly Parton. I love, I love how much worse we, we are at this part. Now we don't even know. Neither of us, the clearly gift. neither of us try to think of it until the moment of we were supposed to be saying is. it. Yes. In my head I was like, oh yeah, there's like some kind of award. Yeah. He gets okay. the statue yeah. of Dolly Parton. That's what I gave up. For I some reason. That. The hologram statue. Um, I can go next. Um, my best performer, I have multiple best performers and i thought about it i thought maybe it would be funny to read the name of every uh, company dance member 
as my best performer, but I know you were worried about us going long, Kyle. So Courtney Allen, Anissa Lee, George Lawrence, Brandon O'Neill, Jeremy Hudson, Scott Murick, Amanda Cleghorn, Lex Ishimoto, Pamela y- Yasutaki, Miles Kanangi, Ahmed Zak Zauk, Aishimatsu, Bianca Bruton, Danielle Jones, Gabby Diaz, Jamie Ray Daly, Caitlin Edgar, Khadija Wilson, Monica Ramirez, Randy Freitas, Sydney Lewis, Darian Gallegos, Cameron N. Saunders, Jason Holly, Patrick Cook, Raymond Igeafor, Jason Lukes, Sean Jones, Jabu Graveal, Christina Glur, and Jenny Daly are my best wow, performers. That's the most we've ever had. <laughs> yes. I'll also, I, I won't, I actually won't read them all because it's way longer, but I'm also giving it to the additional dancers, which is like four times as long. And I'm just <laughs> not going to actually read that right now. It took me a long time these, to find I just want to say, while reading those names, oh. Why are there so many names that I've never heard in my life in that list of names? That was a lot of, am I crazy? There were a lot of <laughs> names that were very hard to read cold in that list of names. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I think the choreographers are, is it Ava Bernstein Mitchell and Martha Nichols? Um, I think that Chloe Arnold is one of them. Okay, never mind. Those are the assistant choreographers. Then my screenshot's like cut off, and it has their names. I, I had to like search to find choreo. it. It's like not on IMDb, so I don't know if it's like something where there's mul- just multiple choreographers. The one that I, I thanked in my first Letterbox review because there are two Letterbox reviews. Of course, but the first one must was be. Chloe Arnold because <laughs> I wanted to personally thank her for all the dance numbers. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Love your best performer pick. That's hilarious. Thank you. Uh, oh, wait. I was supposed to give them uh, something, too. I give them all one one-hundredth of a Dolly Parton statue. Uh, they have to share it. Wow. There's so many of them. Sorry. I mean, you're going to break I'm the sorry. statue? I'm sorry. Do you think I can afford to print a hundred Dolly Parton statues? <laughs> no. We're making one, and we're breaking it, and they can have it. Okay? Mitch, tell us your best uh, performer. I think... You know, I'm kind of shocked he didn't get picked at all by the two of you, but I'd probably say new recruit who has questionable search history that he wants deleted. <laughs> What's this guy Googling that he's so worried about it in depth that That's he thinks true. this could... I'm so worried about being judged by the living the reputation. Wow. If I die and my parents find my Google, they're going to be like, oh, okay, but they're not really going to worry about it. What's he searching? I Anyways, know that he was searching. Um, uh, well, he does say like, "Oh, those elves in the back twerking," and the other guy's like, "Oh, I know what you're searching." So I guess he's just searching <laughs> twerking. So, mm-hmm. but twerking. he says, but he says, "Those elves in the back are children." And then the guy says, "No, they're actually a thousand years old." So it's not yeah, pedophilia. It's, not it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but second place probably goes to Octavia Spencer. I Hell think yeah. she gave me the most. Uh, I mean, I cried every movie and definitely the scenes where she was singing was were, was getting me. The one on the ice rink, I think, when she really hits that song again, it was great. Um, yeah, like I'm, everyone was good. I thought it was just, you know, I was excited that Tracy Morgan was killing it. I liked, you know, Girl from Glow and Will and Ryan Reynolds were both like really at the top of their game. I was like, hell yeah, everyone. Good job. Hell yeah. I agree with 99% of what you said. <laughs> and I think I'll give uh, I'll give Octavia Spencer uh, all the screws that I keep dropping in the grass. <laughs> God damn it. Classic. <laughs> Little Will Ferrell there. Funniest uh, line of the movie. It's I very think, funny. Sure. He's so good at that, that random yell. <laughs> um, all right. And now we've gotten that done. It's time for final thoughts. And do we... 
I can't remember. We usually have the most negative person. I go think first. what we do. I think what we do is we do this like when you're giving um, someone a review, right? You do kind of a sneaker sandwich. You like start with something good, then in the middle you tell them what you want them to okay. work on and get the mm-hmm. worst review, and then the end maybe the best review. So I guess okay. So you guys do your good, your positives. My stinker goes in the mid. Is what we'll do. So yeah. I guess I can start, uh, okay. or I don't know. Do you want to start? Why don't we let? I think we let Bones yeah, go first. Yeah, Bones, go. He go can first. get the jump on saying get you the know drop. the biggest things he wants to say. The, the my review of the movie. Yeah, just your final right, thoughts and your score. Yeah, if you have one. Honestly, honestly, I'm probably gonna watch this once a year if it comes up and my mom remembers it. She loved it. I was like, yeah, we'll put that on. I like the soundtrack. Uh, I'm a, a sucker for the Greatest Showman. Very modern. Mm-hmm. Whatever they, whatever they're doing over there, those two <laughs> music writers are obviously coming up with catchy things. Mm-hmm. I don't think this one is as good as those songs, unfortunately. But it's also Christmas, so I don't need it to be as good. It's true. It's got uh, a hook automatically. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. and like. Clever premise. Uh, I love meta jokes. I like being able to enjoy these two comedians who have grown pretty tiring over the last 10 years. And, uh, you know, it's funny talking about it. Like, there's definitely some weird little quirks. And honestly, I think we could sit here for 30 minutes and probably fix them really, really easily. (laughs) Yeah. And just come up with like more fun, positive jokes instead of negative jokes Mm -hmm. that take away from the musicality of it. Uh, Otherwise, like, yeah. And oh, the. Jacob Marley, that dude's voice, insane. Uh, I, I got to go see Hades Town now. So if you it, go, it let me just, know. Let's all go. I want to see it. Yeah, fucking go. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a fun surprise. I mean, there's like not every year there's a great new Christmas movie to add to the rotation. It's true. And I've seen Elf a billion times, and I'll probably <laughs> see this again. The only thing I'm going is like Apple TV. I hope that's around. <laughs> Yeah, what? unfortunately, <laughs> uh, David Zaslav has just been announced as the new head of Apple TV, and this movie's gone now. It just doesn't exist. You can't cool. watch it. Okay, yeah, no, that was fun. Unless fun. you want to buy the DVD on Amazon, as as is yeah. the case with all of the HBO Max <laughs> movies that are gone. Jesus, I don't even want to get into that concept, but sure, I'll continue to use my mom's Apple TV and watch this every year as tradition. Uh, of course. Uh, I give it... Um, 10 out of 10 ripples. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's good. 10 out of 10 ripples. Stealing that one. All right. Well, I'm next then. Uh, (laughs) Sure. Uh, What do you got to say after that, huh? Bring us down. I won't read my full final thoughts because I wasted a bunch of time reading all those names. And I've already (laughs) basically voiced my problem with the movie. Um, Just being that. I like a comedy musical is fine. I like jokes. Like you said, I just wish there were less at the expense of the movie or that we're taking away from the mm-hmm. musical itself. It's kind of feels like the movie is struggling to find the tone it wants to settle in for me. I think Farrell is very good. Like we said, I don't think either are blow me away singers or dancers by any means, <laughs> uh, but I think he has a lot more emotional range. He can deliver. Unfortunately, I just, as we've said, Ryan Reynolds doesn't do it for me. Um, everyone else is good. My ultimately the movie just made me feel like I was Charlie Brown trying to kick the football and it kept fucking pulling it away every time I was really <laughs> confident we were going to kick that football and just dive into it being a musical and I was going to have a great time. Um so I guess it's like I was it's like a great book that someone keeps distracting me from. Two and a half out of 5 cuz I hate half of it but I absolutely love other halves of it. And I gave it an extra cool. 0.5 because I love the big shot of the whole 
crowd of the whole crew at the end. That's worth an extra half star to me alone. Good. There. Uh, my final thoughts. My fir- I'm going to give kind of two because I think it's important to 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 my first impression of this movie. I gave it three out of I got a three stars. I was like, you know what? The the plot is messy. I feel like the dynamic of like who the true protagonist was. I felt like they were trying to tell kind of two stories at the same time, and it kind of just was confusing and once we'd get somewhere with one it would switch to the other and I just didn't really enjoy that aspect of it and then some of the just storytelling with it taking away from the musical kind of stuff you said kind of was like oh three stars I kind of like it um it's funny in parts but I'm not in love with it and then on rewatch I I got an extra bump half star because I really realized man I do enjoy a lot about this movie I do enjoy the music numbers a lot I love their Will's performance specifically. I like Ryan Reynolds and I think that he's funny and he does his Ryan Reynolds thing and it's great. There are parts that frustrate the dickens out of me um, hey. in this movie. Um, <laughs> I realized the, the, the best metaphor for the ripple thing. It's like you go to a breakfast, right? You go to a breakfast and someone hands you like a beautiful, delicious Bloody Mary. They're like, here you go. Here's your Bloody Mary for this brunch, right? And then they take mm. it away and they say, no, 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 you can't have it. And then you get it like after <laughs> dinner that night, they bring it back and you're like, I don't want the, I don't want the Bloody Mary now. I wanted it with, with brunch, like when it, when you're supposed to drink it, all, you know, it's all melted and soggy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, this movie, this movie gets a, a three and a half out of five, um, ripples. Cause I love I just, that's, I love that song. Ripple is so good. And, um, I, I really do enjoy this movie, and I think it's going to be one... Initially, I didn't think I would really come back and rewatch it, but after watching it a second time, I think it is going to make an appearance here and there. In, in I know like I'm going to have to rewatch it because Celia said, she's like, I'm watching that every year now after we finished it. So <laughs> it's just fun. It's, it's going to be worth it. it to have it on in the background. Like, it really No, is. I agree. I think so. I will have a lot more fun with this movie when it's like, I'm cleaning the house and I, like Bones was doing laundry. Like, if I was doing laundry and I look up, yeah, I'm like, oh, exactly. it's this song. Yes. I really like this part. <laughs> I'll be happy. Yeah. You literally just have to tune in for the fun <laughs> exactly. dance number and sing along. And then when there's like, an insane 30 minute section of Will Ferrell remembering how to live and also he's alive and also a kid kills himself like you just kind of zone out (laughs) oh yeah there's a kid that kills himself that's uh so and and in three years he'd be like I forgot this I forgot there's a child suicide yeah this is when you're like you try to tell your kid like you're like oh let's watch this one I remember it being pretty fun with your kid and then it's like oh wait oh forgot about this yeah exactly Well, we did it, guys, and now I think it's time we play a game. Let's do it. I have chosen a game in honor of both this film and its star. This film is spirited. As we all know, another word for another definition of spirit is liquor, alcohol. Uh, And who has a famous, a more famous brand than Ryan Reynolds, Aviation Gin. So this is a game Mm -hmm. all about celebrities with famous spirits. Uh, I've written a series of riddles uh, that point you toward the celebrity. The goal of the game is just to, I guess, buzz in when you know it. Just answer it. I don't fucking care. Interrupt the riddles. This isn't. This isn't official. I think I know two. I think I know two. So, (laughs) so if you can name the, it's one point naming the actor, and then I'll give you another point if you can name the vodka, their liquor, their liquor. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Oh man. The one I I know. I know the actors, but I don't know the name of the. Maybe I do. 
Ah, what is it? I'll think of it. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Uh, this is good. We're going to be good. Um, okay. Let's start with... Uh, let's start with number one, as is appropriate. Um, <laughs> this actor made a fortune out of sight because he knows if you want to get rich, you don't have to rob casinos. This fantastic silver fox insists on no spice. I know the actor, but... You can buzz yeah. in. <laughs> right, well, that's why. Why don't you just buzz in? Say, we'll you do our guess. Okay, I buzzed. No, okay. Because Kyle buzzed in. How dare you? Well, I, I, said, uh, I, I said I know the actor. It's fine. Right? I know, I know. I think okay. Bones knew too. It was a whole problem because nobody knew when to just chime in. Uh, this smooth Mexican liquor is your ticket to paradise. Who is it? Who's the actor? Uh, so, Kyle. So I guess uh, it's George Clooney. That is correct. It is George Clooney. And it's a tequila, I think, that he mm-hmm. owns. Can you give me the brand name? I don't think that I can. I don't know. I didn't think you'd be able to. You don't have to. That's a Do bonus you know, point. Does, it's a Bones's point if he gets Bones's it. Bones's point. Can you really, steal it? Ooh. Yeah, I, th- I figured maybe I could think of it. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't even fair. think I knew. This Clooney is probably the only one I could maybe have named just because I love George Clooney so much, but it's Casamigos Tequila. <laughs> okay, I think I might have just bought some of that. Well, I had no idea. Go. He became like a billionaire from his tequila business. Oh, wow. Like not wow. from being an actor. Yeah, the nuts. Um, really? Hold on, I'm gonna go check. Just keep read the next. Okay, one. keep. I will read the next <laughs> one that boats can't hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's fine. Uh, the next one. Nope, nope. I had ca- I have Casadores. Ooh, mm. so close. Okay, the next yeah, one, which I think uh, I think my girlfriend said. Uh, Casamigos is not as good. No, well, so I got this instead. I'm, I'm fully willing to believe it's not that great. I've never <laughs> even had it. I just, I just know George Clooney things because he's so handsome. Uh, next one, round two. <clears throat> and just when you know it, yell Buzz Lightyear, Stark Man, whatever. I'll finish the thing and then you can answer it. Just so we know who knew it first, I guess. I could have done a back and forth thing, but I didn't. It's too late. We're already playing the game. <laughs> this one is. Bright, sweet, and sharp describe the booze, not his parts. Somehow this little goblin man is in all of our hearts. Don't worry, the, don't worry about the price. He's not as greedy as his rolls. If you want a citrusy bottle full, you don't have to pay the troll toll. I, I guess I'll buzz to guess the actor. Okay, Just that's all you need to guess is the actor. That's what you're guessing. The liquor is just a bonus if you can do it. That's well, fine. just little gobble man. It just sounds like Danny DeVito. It is Daniel. It is good, Daniel DeVito. Good. Uh, yes. Citrusy? Mm-hmm. It is citrusy. What's a, a citrusy liqueur? I have no idea. No clue. Well, this is, of course, I love the name of this one. Danny DeVito's Premium Limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> no way! What the, the name of this? Of course, he has a weird little limoncello. Also, like, man, you said bright. Why did I think of like Joel Edgerton Bright? Love it from Netflix. I love like, come it. On. I'm sorry that you thought of that movie. Uh, it's probably just because you're a big uh, Max Lantis fan, right? Oh, love him. Love him. Had... What did he do again? Uh, what's his whole I'm a deal? big fan of his dad too John Landis <laughs> very cool dude yeah very what if he, cool. he did something cool too right uh, I feel like I feel like it's relevant to what we've talked about on this episode but I can't think uh, of I just it. can't think Some of anything of hmm. let's move on yeah. uh, the next one 
Here's one, because Bones hasn't gotten any. So this, don't worry, this one's for you, Bones. Oh, yeah? Okay. Okay. In fact, it starts, this one is really only for Bones. <laughs> A character actor in Westerns he owns. His booze oh, choice was justified, and I'm sure it's great. Hell, even the hateful give it an eight. This is hard, so I went long. I'll wrap it up soon. I just want to say his name is funny, and he was in Shanghai Noon. Oh, my God. Who's in Shanghai Noon? I tried to name a lot of things that this guy's in that are Westerns in the clue, but I understand if you don't know his name. I'll tell oh, you. The- no, 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 no. I know. I know. It's, uh, it's uh, Walton Goggins. You're goddamn right. It's Walton Goggins. <laughs> I, it's, it, he absolutely is a character actor, but I've watched so much with him yeah. that to me, he's like a superstar in my head. Like Righteous Gemstones, if you guys haven't seen it, mm-hmm. just like the man is a god. And I was like, yeah, who? All right. No, he, no, he's. The Goggins is a god. He is. The Gog, the, he's, he's. I think of him king. mostly as him. a character actor for the Western roles, I guess. Oh, and yeah. absolutely as a character <laughs> actor. Walton like Goggins. such a freak all yeah, the time. <laughs> I, he's so great. Yeah. Walton Goggins is incredible. Uh, and he's in Community. He's great in a Community episode. We've been yes. wrestling yeah. on that yes. constantly. Uh, can do no wrong. All right. So do you know the name of the liquor that he has? He, uh. I've like seen it on Instagram. I've I've like seen him on Instagram enough that I should know it. I wouldn't know the name remember. of it. I mean, I think you could guess what kind it is pretty easily. It's a it's a vodka, right? Mm. No, Mulholland right, Distilling I... Whiskey. Oh, just feels Mulholland, like a Western so... guy would have a whiskey. You know, <laughs> Mulholland is so like generic Hollywood name I too. <laughs> I know that I would just be like, whatever. Of course, you named it that. Like, <laughs> Um, all right, so right now we're at uh, two points for Kyle, one point for Bones. Uh, all right, guys, this one, this one will be easy, I think. Uh, and I'm getting. Uh, never mind, it's fine. Let's go. A drink for all <laughs> people guarantees a stiff Johnson. You can smell what he's cooking all the way from Wisconsin. He's coming oh. to change the hierarchy of power with his <laughs> liquor he shills all twenty four hours. <laughs> I mean, have you what? buzzed yet? I mean, I'll buzz. What is the rock? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> what is the rock's booze? Oh, wait, I know he... it. Oh, no way. Say the, I know get that the booze stupid, right. Get the booze right. I know his stupid uh, uh, energy drink that's terrible. It's like. Oh, no. I need the booze. the booze. I need the booze. The rock. Because there was one time you could. You could buy a bottle of it and in like a local place would give you like an enchilada or something weird like that. <laughs> Fuck. It's some weird promo. <laughs> okay. I'm God. not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Uh, it is, of course, Termana? Term, termana? Yeah, termana? I got, I got tequila? It. I don't know. It means like for all people, which is why I was thinking I of Zoa. I think was that's why I got excited because Zoa is his like energy drink that sucks. It's so bad. Mm. Hey, you know what's good news, though? Now it's knotted up at two apiece. Ooh. Uh, and we've go. got two more left. So you guys could tie, in theory. I made six. I don't know why. I just did. Uh, I thought it'd be more on the holiday spirit if everyone could win. Um, so <laughs> yeah. the, next, the next one, everybody. This is. I feel like there'll be some quick buzzes on this, but maybe hold off for a second. Okay. okay? We'll hold off for a second. Okay. All right. All right. Who are you going to call 
Kyle, I'm gonna need an answer right now. That buzz is locked in. <laughs> I already know. This is official. I All already right. know every answer. Okay, it's good. It's Dan Aykroyd, Crystal Skull Vodka. <laughs> Kyle, wow. I didn't hear you. registered you? after I said. I can only give you one point. What? It's Unfortunately, Crystal it is called Crystal Head Vodka. No. Is the name wow. of the liquor. Tony. My friend, I, I bought, so you I bought are... Tyler a bottle of it once because we were talking about how like. We were like, that's a cool bottle. And Tyler's like, yeah, it's Dan Aykroyd's business. I was like, what are you talking about? That is so funny. <laughs> it's so like the Spencer's gifts of alcohol. It's so funny that Dan Can Aykroyd's... I hear the full riddle, I think I though, bought like a I tiny version. Well, too. I only wanted to... I was only encouraging you to wait because Bill Murray also has a liquor, okay. which is why I was like, we maybe hold off Ooh. in case you start thinking Bill Murray right away. Uh, I said, who are you going to call when you're dealing with booze? But I put in parentheses, B-O-O-S, question mark, because it's ghosts. Mm, Get it? That's great. Uh, nice. An SNL alum with some interesting views. The bottle may enrage my fellow indie lovers, but this drink is unrelated. No need for blues, brothers. That's, what, that's it. That's wow. Nice. I wow. Liked it. Great. <laughs> Thank you. All right. One left. Mitch needs this for everybody to win and for Christmas to be saved. No pressure. Um, you'll catch some heat if you think this drink blows. A famous movie monster, mobster, yet his bottle has no O's. If you're gonna meet the parents, you could use a glass full. Just stop at one so you don't turn into a raging bull. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. What I don't I I wish I'm trying to guess so hard on the on the alcohol and there's just no reason I would know it's a De Niro. Hey, it is Mr. Bobber threw me for a sec because I'm watching Sopranos right now and the uh, I I was like I just wanted to. Can Delfini have a liquor? Um, Um, what the fuck? I I don't know any of these people's alcohol. That's okay if you don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't know. Nope. All right. No the clue. only clue you really had was I said the bottle has no O's, implying it is a liquor that has O's in it, which it is vodka. But his bottle, it's it's his brand name is VDKA. Which oh, no O in there. Yeah, I thought Very for sure odd. you were gonna pick um, uh, Brian Cranston and Je- and. Uh, I thought about it. They're they're together. That was the one I knew. Yeah. Dos Hombres. You know, Sarah, Dos Hombres. Hombres. It's a bar where they promoted it, and she like met them. That's cool. That's pretty cool. That is cool. It's, I it's mean, Bones doesn't know. It's not a tequila. Vegas, yeah, that's cool. To us. <laughs> Bones, you know this girl we went to middle school and high school yeah. with? Got to meet them. Yeah, yeah. she was tight, there right? when you and I met, Scott. Right? Ooh, wasn't yeah, she? she was there? No, wait, no, no, she wasn't. Right. She wasn't. That was oh. it. Was Mackenzie? <laughs> you don't think she was there too, though? She was so. here. Was she, she and Mackenzie were friends. You're Bones, right. This is important. You're right. You're she was there. Sit there and listen. She was there the day that Scott and I met. Yeah, fateful day. Because this was our. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Kyle and I used to be close friends with uh, our buddy Chandler and it was his girlfriend at the time we were meeting we had both heard of each other because our friend Chandler would be like oh my friend Kyle from church is what he would tell me he's like oh he's really funny and I'd be like well fuck this guy well, he never mentioned this you fucking at all guy? he never mentioned yeah, I'm sure he did it uh huh I just showed up you, when you were there wow. <laughs> yeah who's this you've never once said anything about him <laughs> is what <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's it. Um, we've done a podcast episode successfully. I think I did worse than my movies with numbers in the names performance. I think you did good. Year, you so. tied. You got three. We tied. Three, I'm uh, happy. You got tied. half of them. I'm, you know. Yeah. 
we're, we're bros, I think, like, like, uh, we're both... like Will and, uh, yeah. and Ryan at the end of that movie. So we're we're, we're dos hombres, like <laughs> you are the dos hombres. We were clearly both waiting for that one, going like, "That's the one I know." Yeah. And then it never yes. was. I came so close to doing it, but I I gotta be honest, it was just I was really struggling to come up with rhymes for shit for them yeah, you know fair. i was like what do i say about yeah. what rhymes with mezcal yeah, mezcal i have to put the word bitch in there i guess somewhere <laughs> like i don't yeah. know uh the christmas carol bitch <laughs> we're done mitch do you have anything you're looking to promote in this world to our i don't know yeah. 40 50 listeners that would care absolutely not um i'll just tell everyone that they uh everyone listening seriously missed out on Scott's performance in my D&D campaign as Rusty Spurs, the outlaw coming out of retirement, the greatest Nat 20 role I've ever seen. None of you will ever experience it or mm-hmm. hear about it or know about Though it. I've heard the story was, about uh, four times I have, now, I think. I have so. told the story at every D&D thing <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I've played together since. Uh, I've made a point to stop and let the whole table know I've had the greatest role in the history of D&D. Yeah, I took like 25 minutes out of my other group session to just be like, no, 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 let me give you the rundown. So you have to understand, was, first of all, it starts one year ago. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like... Right. Like we literally had it set up. Oh, the greatest payoff a character's ever seen. Uh, but yeah, anyone listening, you don't know what we're talking about and you never will. You so that's all I have Sucks to say. Sucks to be you because you're not Mitch and Mitch rules. Thank you, Mitch, for coming on. Uh, oh, and doing it's good this. to be yeah. back. Yes. Well, we will. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it again without another whole yes. year in between and uh, maybe not Christmas. Yeah. Although maybe we should do Christmas as well. Because we can just make it a You already know you're locked into the Artemis Fowl yeah, episode exactly. whenever that oh, happens. Yes. So. Oh, geez. I I deleted it from my brain yeah, out of uh it's like a survival yeah, instinct. Self-preservation. So yeah. I just was like, nope, don't think about that. No. Um yeah, let's do that. And then we gotta do the Christmas wedding planner on Netflix at some point because it's great. Perfect. Well, there we go. Hope, we know what's on our list for next year's Christmas thing. Good. Um, <laughs> then uh, with that in mind, Kyle, we're done. We're done. Hey, tune in next week for nothing, because Kyle and I decided we're taking a week off. We get a week off. If you don't like it, tough shit. There's a lot of other podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, whatever. Uh, take a girl to Chili's and make her listen to it along with you. Uh, <laughs> go to our website, madefortvpodcast.com. Follow us on social media, at Made for TV Podcast. That's at Made the Number 4 TV Podcast. Thank you to Chris Ratzbach for our theme song. Thank you to Maggie for our artwork. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. And I just want to say a hearty good afternoon to both of oh, you. That's so good. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. A good afternoon.